Happy Thursday, everybody, and welcome back, everybody, to Sports Talk as we come your way live from Radio Row here at the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Along with Adrian Broadus, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. Uh, we got a busy show for you today. In fact, uh, we got a lot in store. And uh, Adrian, just excited about everything that's going to be happening out here at Radio Row. Day number three for us. That's exactly right. It is day three. We have made it, Steve. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that we're already at day. I can't believe it. It's actually sad. We're already here. Day three. It feels like yesterday we just landed in Vegas. And uh, yeah, we're already almost at the finish line. Well, I got to tell you, as we came things off uh, from our live broadcast uh, sponsored by Palo Verde Homes and our interviews from Hills Automotive. What an interview we have to uh, kick it off with us. Uh, joining us live right now, one of the all-time great receivers of the game. I mean, seriously, when you think about, I think, consistency and you think about toughness, it starts with Steve Largent. He's a Hall of Famer. You look great in the jacket. Uh, you're a former U.S. House of Representatives as well, and here you are with us face to face, Steve. It's a, it's a real honor to have you begin the program. Oh well, thank you guys. I'm glad to be here. Well, I know you're here on behalf of Gridiron Greats yes. and also Southern Recipe Small Batch, which we're going to get a chance to talk about. As far as Gridiron Greats and and the assistance fund for former athletes talk a little bit about your involvement with that and, and really how you've been trying to champion that movement over the years well, Steve. well really mike ditka really came up with the idea uh he saw a lot of his teammates that he played with and guys that played after him and and uh maybe even up to to the 80s uh and these guys uh you know left the league and didn't didn't have didn't really make that much money uh but uh really gave their heart and soul to the team and, and those guys were kind of falling by the wayside. They had, uh, you know, serious uh, ailments with their knee, getting knee replacements and ankle replacements and all that sort of hip replacements, all that kind of stuff, uh, even having psychological issues. And uh, Mike started a fund to say, hey, we, we're not going to forget you. Uh, even no matter what the league says, no matter what anybody else says, we're going to take care of you uh, the best that we can. And he started this uh, Gridiron Greats Assistance Fund, which really goes to those players. Uh, that apply for it and, and, and need it desperately. And so I just really applaud Mike for his work uh, on that and, and uh, think it's absolutely the right thing to do. Uh, I've always been for my teammates, not against them, even for guys that uh, I played against. Uh, so it's really a worthy cause. It is. And uh, I know the NFL is doing more now for former players than they did in the past, but there's still a lot of guys that need help, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely, there are. And pro- probably more guys than we know, uh, just because guys are really proud and they don't want to say that they're hurting or they're, they, they need money or, you know, whatever. But uh, there, there's probably more than we know. And the interesting part about this is it could be your marquee guys, your household names back decades ago, or it could be the guy who just played a couple of years or maybe just yeah. a cup of coffee in the NFL. Exactly. And those, and those guys have often, you know, given uh, they, they've had serious uh, uh, surgeries and uh, all sorts of things, having knees replaced and hips replaced and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I just think that, uh, you know, the league and, and, and the players and, and people in general that love to see our, all the teams play, uh, oh, it's to, to, to the players in, in, to some degree. I can't believe it's been 35 years since you caught your last pass because <laughs> I feel like it was just yesterday. I remember it well because you broke all-time records out in Seattle, and one of those was Don Maynard, someone yeah. we got to know very well because he lived in El Paso for many yeah. years after he retired in the NFL. And, again, um, does it kind of surprise you or 
feeling like, you know, where is the time gone, Steve, since those playing days? Uh, I, I think about that all the time. Where has the time gone? Uh, but, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, it, it's, 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 it's a different league now. Uh, they're throwing the ball so much more, and I love that. I love watching that. Uh, so records are going to be broken, and, and you know that's just part of the game. Uh, but uh, yeah, part of the game that I love to play so much. You were at Tulsa in the early 70s, but you weren't picked until the fourth round. Yeah. Was that a big deal back then as far as kind of not necessarily gaining a lot of hype around the draft? Like you, were, you had a lot of great stats and great numbers at Tulsa. Yeah. Why did you fall in the fourth round? Well, um, I, I don't know. I wish I could answer that question. Uh, I know that uh, my head coach at the University of Tulsa uh, was really promoting me, especially to Houston, and uh, they ended up choosing me with a fourth-round draft choice. They only had a second round and a fourth round and then some later rounds after that, but I was chosen in the fourth round. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know why there weren't other teams that uh, chose me, but, you know, the thing that really aided my career was the fact that Jerry Rome had come back to the University of Tulsa for my sophomore, junior, and senior years, and then he left my after my senior year to go coach in Seattle, the new franchise. And so he tried to talk to uh, the, the powers that be at the, with the Seahawks to, uh, to draft me. They said, no, we're not going to draft him. And so it, they, they ended up uh, trading an eighth-round draft choice for me, and I was sent from Houston to Seattle. And uh, that really was a, a save for Jerry Rome on my career. Steve Largen with us here on Sports Talk. I thought the rapport you had with Jim Zorn was just terrific. You both became stars in Seattle because of it. Talk a little bit about what it's like when, you've, when you're so dialed in with a quarterback. They know your routes. They know where to throw the ball. And you just develop that kind of chemistry like you had for, for so many years. Yeah, well, you know, Jim's my best friend and has been for many, many years. Uh, but uh, we, we did have a we had a great rapport because we spent a lot of time on the practice field working on routes and working on catching ball and uh, just different different things like that. So we we knew you know I knew when Jim was going to break out of the, the the pocket and move to his left or move to his right. Uh, he knew when I was going to make a break on a on a on a route because he'd seen me do it so many times and I'd seen him do what he was doing all the, all the time. So. It, it, it's nothing that a lot of work can't solve, and so we uh, we both were we like to work and uh, like to play football, and 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 we did both. Can you imagine what you would do in today's game, considering the lack of physicality that's involved now between cornerbacks and receivers? Well, um, you say lack of physicality, but uh, I guarantee you they're they're, they're they still trading licks out there. Uh, and it's it's a tough game, but they have made some corrections on on uh, some hits that they can't do, yeah. which is uh, blindside uh, hitting uh, receivers blindside, or uh, you know like Mike Harden hit me and knocked me out of the game in Denver, uh, and so they're they're they they've cleaned the game up, and I think that's for the better sure. for the league. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was it, it, it was tough back there. <laughs> it's tough when they, we played with the the rules they had. Who nicknamed you Yoda? You know, we had a contest. This is when Jerry Rome, I think Jerry Rome was was there at that time, that uh, he had a contest during training camp every year to give guys nicknames. And one of the guys, when they wanted to give me a nickname, one of the guys said, hey, what about Yoda? Because Star Wars had come out. And so uh, 
they said, yeah, Yoda, Yoda. And, I, you know, you can't vote on your own name. So, you know, I, I was helpless. But uh, that, that became my name, and it was uh, because of a training camp uh, visit. Hall of Famer Steve Largen with us here on Sports Talk. Who in today's game reminds you the most of yourself as a player? Well, um, really, a, a guy named Tyler Lockett. He's actually from Tulsa. Uh, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's always open. He always catches the ball, and he's consistent, and he's a team player. He's a team guy. Uh, and so I like to say that, that, that my, our, our games uh, would have matched up pretty well. Uh, I really like Tyler. He's a great guy. Uh, I know his parents uh, in Tulsa, uh, and, and, and he, he's, he's been a great player for the Seahawks for a long time. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could say it was D.K. Metcalf because he's six foot four, three, <laughs> 235 pounds and uh, can really run like crazy and, and uh, can hit, hit the defensive backs if he wants to, uh, but I can't. He, he, he's, uh, he wasn't the same kind of receiver I was. When you wrapped up your career, uh, given the game back then, did you come out of it good physically and mentally? That's a good question, uh, and I, I still don't know that I know the answer for sure. Uh, I think the hits uh, did create some havoc for me that I'm dealing with, uh, but you know, it's, it's not nothing that I can't deal with right now. But I worry about, you know, the next five or ten years of my life and what my life will be like at that time. And, you know, I kind of watch all my predecessors to the Hall of Fame that are older than I am and see how they're doing. Uh, And some of them are doing great and no problem. Some guys aren't doing so well. And it's really sad when you see uh, guys that you really admired and looked up to uh, in the National Football League and and they're not doing well. You were the only, or you're the first Seahawks player to have their number retired. Number 80 is retired with uh, them. What did that mean to you? Well, you know, it's, it's pretty special. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, then they had a general manager at the time that uh, thought that he would give a number 80 to Jerry Rice when he came up. And uh, so that wasn't so cool and, 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 and kind of uh, was irritating. And it wasn't Jerry's fault, but the GM's fault. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's cool, any, any kind of... Uh, accolades or, or things like that is it, it, it's a pretty cool thing meanwhile we got the game coming up on sunday yeah how do you see it with kansas city and san francisco since they both have great passing games they do terrific quarterbacks how do you think it's going to go well i i think uh two things i think i think number one i'll tell you i think kansas city's going to win um i don't know that kansas City's going to win but I, I my guess is kansas City's going to win because of their quarterback I think they're pretty even. Uh, defenses are pretty even uh, in, in terms of the coverage of their cornerbacks and safeties. Uh, I think their linebackers are both fast uh, and, and do a pretty good job on the running game. Uh, but I think, I think Mahomes can be the difference in the game. Uh, and that's only because I think the quarterback for San Francisco 49ers, this is his first time that he's been around the block uh, in, in this league. And uh, that, there's a lot of pressure on him. Uh, I think Mahomes, uh, is, uh, he, he's dealt with that already m- multiple times. And uh, so I think just by experience, I'm saying that Mahomes will win the game. On the other side of the ball with the San Francisco 49ers, they've got a wide receiver in Debo Samuel who plays yeah. a totally different role than we've seen most wide yeah. receivers play. He plays a little running back but plays that wide receiver position. Right. 
if you were given this role, would you have succeeded in this kind of a format? <laughs> I don't know because, you know, he's fast. I wasn't that fast. Uh, but Debo is fast, and he can he can really run the ball, but he can catch it too. So he's kind of an all-around guy, uh, and, and I hope he's totally healthy. He, there were some issues with his health at the end of the year, uh, but I hope he's totally, totally healthy to, to help the team. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really at a crossroads when it comes to this game because, you know, Kansas City was in my division that we had in AFC West when I played with the Seahawks. Yep. Uh, but the 49ers are in the division that Seahawks play in now. So I, I'm really divided on uh, which team I should support. Uh, but, again, I think, I think Kansas City's got a narrow edge on the game. Steve, let's wrap it up with this. Southern Recipe Small Batch, they are a big, big part of why you're here with Gridiron Greats. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about Southern Recipe and how they've given so much money to Gridiron Greats over the years. Yeah, Southern Recipes have been a great contributor to uh, Mike Ditka's uh, charity uh, that helps goes to, goes to help uh, former players, uh, older players that uh, played in the league a long time ago, but the league was really built on their shoulders. Uh, and so I'm helping uh, Mike. Uh, to try to raise money uh, by the different efforts that they have, and I'm proud to do that and uh, really applaud Mike uh, Ditka for, for having the idea. Great to have you here. Thanks Thank you. so much, and uh, we'll look forward to the next time we get to visit with you. Thank you. I look forward to it, too. You got it. He's Steve Largent starting us off. We'll come back with more live out here, Radio Row, 600 ESPN El Paso. We have a couple of things going here. Now, first of all, I want to touch on the far east side. Where Saragossa and Tierra Este, we have a crash. That's Saragossa and Tierra Este, so caution right here. PD's not there yet. It's not PD control. Also, on the west side, Northern Pass in Cimarron Park, we have a crash. Caution here. PD, you're going to be there. Tow trucks, Northern Pass in Cimarron Park. And then also on the west side, I-10 West at Red. That's where we see some congestion right now because that leads into your construction area of I-10 at Trans Mountain where there's a lot of closures going on there. So caution there. And Leo's has a full-service bar. Big game Sunday, open from 11 to 4 on that big game on Sunday, open 11 to 4. We have the uh, party trays. Popular Mr. T specials, not what you choose. You can take, get the party tray, the, uh, the party tray, take it home for that big game. Full menu, fresh, delicious, affordable, and don't forget the delicious sopapillas. Go Miners from Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, Charlie 1, 600, ESPN El Paso. Townsquare Media presents this week's dining deals from Seize the Deal. I'm here this afternoon with the folks from Hooters, located near Ciola Vista Mall. And Bree, what have you got going on? Hi, Glenn. My name is Bree. I'm here to tell you about the events we have throughout the week. I'm starting with Retro Night with Memo, Thursday Salsa Latino Night with our Salsa Queen Lupe, and Funky Party Friday starting at 8 where anything goes. Very nice. And now, the lovely Hooters girl, Angel, with your specials. Hey, Glenn. I just wanted to let you know of all of our specials, my favorite being buy 10, get 10 wings, Monday and Wednesdays, drink specials all week from 2 to 7 and 10 to close, and a new special we call Postseason Pick, which comes with wings, a drink, or a Bud Light, and comes with fries for $16.99. Last but not least, the man himself, Memo, to tell us about something special for our first responders and heroes. Yes, sir. It's First of all, it's great to see you, my friend. And uh, we have 20% off for active military retired veterans, law enforcement, first responders, and Border Patrol every day. And um, also to add to, you know, what we have going on, Glenn, we have half-off appetizers starting on February 15th from 10 p.m. to close. So make sure to join us late night. And 
If you're planning a big game party, make sure to call your order in and we will have it waiting. The number is 915-778-9464. Awesome. Hey, that's $50 worth of food for only $25 at Hooters, located near Cielo Vista Mall. This week's dining deal feature from Seize the Deal at KLAQ.com, KissElPaso.com, and 600ESPNElPaso.com. You might know Oscar Arieta as the official insurance agent for the UTEP Miners. Oscar Arieta is also the Hometown Hero Award presenter for the UTEP basketball team. Here's Oscar Arieta. We wish Coach Adams, Coach Golding, and all of the UTEP basketball teams a great season. The Oscar Arieta Agency is here to guide you through your home, auto, life, or commercial insurance needs. Visit OscarArietaAgency.com or call them at 915-400-6000. Go Miners! Palo Verde Homes is El Paso's award-winning home builder, and year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. 100% of the homes they build are Energy Star certified, and they are ranked as one of America's top 200 builders. Palo Verde Homes offers three, four, and five-bedroom floor plans in East, West, and Northeast El Paso, in addition to Socorro, Horizon City, and New Mexico. Call Clearview Realty today at 996-5972 or visit paloverdehome.com. What coming home should feel like. Jay Cutasal General Construction is a diverse contracting company, diverse in both what they build and how they build. Owners and architects trust Jay Cutasal General Construction's skills and dedication when tackling complex projects. They specialize in new construction, tenant improvements, remodels, and build outs. And over 50 years of combined experience from pre construction through design and project completion. Jay Cutasal. General Construction. This is Steve Kaplowitz, and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day, delivered commercial-free to your phone or tablet. That's right, all the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button, so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions, so no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Are you looking to buy or sell your home in the El Paso area? Hi, I'm Timothy Cantrell. With his vast knowledge, unwavering dedication, and valuable resources, Timothy is here to make your real estate dreams come true. Ready to take the next step? Contact Timothy today. You can call or text him at 915-204-8441. And don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Timothy Realtor for the latest listings and tips. Timothy Cantrell, selling the dream, one property at a time. Rollin' 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 Smoke Barbecue in Anthony, Texas. Your first and last stop for Texas' best barbecue. Smoked beef brisket, baby back ribs, plus their signature pound-and-a-half dino rib. Rollin' Smoke Barbecue. Hosting a very special leap year party Thursday, February 29th, 6 to 9 p.m. Featuring live music from the Chillerianos. Learn more about Rollin' Smoke Barbecue and their leap year party on Facebook at Rollin' Smoke BBQ. Rollin' Smoke. 600 ESPN El Paso. Bottom 
here on Sports Talk as we continue live uh, from Radio Row. Our live broadcast sponsored by Paulo Verde Homes, El Paso's award-winning home builder. And year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. Visit them online at paoloverdehome.com. What coming home should feel like. And, of course, all of our interviews here at a Radio Row brought to you by Hills Automotive. Whether it's a simple oil change or repair to a medium-heavy, duty-sized vehicle, Hills Automotive Center can get your vehicle back on the road. Hills Automotive Center, located at 7735 Alabama. Call ahead and get your vehicle back on the road. The phone number is uh, 915-755-1681. A lot of great supporting sponsors also uh, for today's broadcast. Chick-fil-A Airway. Spicy stacks up nicely with the spicy deluxe sandwich. Also introducing Mango Passion. Pick your paradise at Chick-fil-A Airway. Our thanks also to Wind Supply El Paso, Performance Services, Roland Smoke Barbecue, the Roscadietta Agency, Jay Cadizal General Construction Incorporated, 915 Tours, Can I take a picture? and Pelican yes. Steak and Seafood. All of our sponsors for Sports Talk Live out here at Radio Row. Steve, I just ran into one of the all-time greats, Raheem Palmer. He's here. He's he's actually uh, been all around here, Super Bowl Radio Road, talking football with Love the it. Ringer NFL show and with Ringer Wise Guys. I uh, just saw, saw him, and I had to ask him some prop bets here ahead of the big one. Oh, yeah, we got plenty of prop bets. One of my favorite prop bets is Harrison Butker, over one-and-a-half field goal attempts. You look at that Kansas City Chiefs offense, they, they tend to stall out in the red zone. In the red zone, they only have a 52% touchdown conversion rate so i think they're gonna get into the red zone harrison bucker is their secret weapon i also like harrison bucker over seven and a half points so i think both of those are correlated you should hit both of them now it's interesting you mentioned that i'm curious how is bucker in the regular season versus the last uh, three playoff games do we see a trend change at all in those three postseason games for kansas city versus all of the field goals he kicked during the regular season well, I mean, we actually haven't had a, a, a like much of a, a change. I mean, yeah. the biggest thing is like you're looking at a guy who's have who's averaging 8.4 points per game um, in terms of field goals and extra points, and he's going over six and a half like 15 times this year. He didn't go over like seven and a half last week against right. the Ravens because they didn't score in the second half. But this guy had six points at halftime, so he's constantly getting like getting opportunities to kick and. He's getting opportunities to kick even in inclement weather against the Bills and against the, the Dolphins. So I just think he is going to be a, a huge key to this game. Raheem, what about any time touchdown score? That's always a really fun prop bet to always talk about. Any time touchdown score between Chiefs 49ers for the upcoming big one. Let's go with Isaiah Pacheco. Any time touchdown minus 130. Look, you saw in that game against the Buffalo Bills. What did they do? They ran that little jet sweep to McCole Harmon. He fumbled at the one. That won't happen in the Super Bowl. They're going to take Isaiah Pacheco. He'll be getting all the, the, the end zone carries. <laughs> Raheem, I'm wondering about San Francisco. Like, we're, we've, It's so interesting because I don't know if you've noticed this, but everybody we talk to uh, here at Radio Row, they love Kansas City in this game. They're the underdogs, mm-hmm. and yet if you ask somebody right now, point blank, who's going to win this game, they all are saying the Kansas City Chiefs. If you are looking to throw some uh, prop bets out on San Francisco, what are some of your favorites? Oh, some prop bets on San Francisco? Chris Mr. McCaffrey over, I think it's 91 now, was 89 and a half. This is going up. So I think you got to take Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you're looking at a Kansas City Chiefs defense, which is 25th in EPA per play on defense. You go look at that, that Buffalo Bills game. Buffalo Bills were pushing them at the, the line of scrimmage, and they dominated. And for whatever reason, Baltimore, they went into the game and decided that they wanted to pass. 
San Francisco won't do that. <laughs> um, if I wanted to give you some other props, I mean, uh, another prop that I really like from San Francisco is I like Kittle um, over 47 and a half receiving yards. I mean, he's a guy who always gets off. I like Brock Purdy, interception, minus 115. We know he throws an interceptable pass about 4% of the time. Yep. And I also like Brock Purdy under 32 and a half passing attempts. That's correlated with the Christian McCaffrey prop. Makes a lot of sense. What about now, do you stay away from all the like miscellaneous prop bets, Gatorade color, national anthem? Do you stay away from those, or do you like to embrace a little bit of those? Well, I mean, part of it is do you have information. And if you do, you're blessed to get it. I did take the national anthem under 90 and a half seconds. So that's one I always, I mean, I always kind of get some inside information on national anthem, and I try to play that. But, I mean, the limits aren't on these aren't very high. Explain to me this. If everybody here loves Kansas City, why is San Francisco favored by two if there was one and a half? Why is the bet of the spread going up, not down right now? So this is an interesting. I'm glad you asked me this question. So when you look at the full season power ratings, which Vegas tends to do and sharp betters tend to do, San Francisco is probably a four or five point favorite. Now, that's your priors. But if you look at the last two, three weeks, San Francisco hasn't looked as good. Kansas City has looked pretty well. So these are people, like most of the public is reacting to, it's recency bias. Meanwhile, you have sharp bettors who are saying, I'm taking the full season metrics and I'm betting on San Francisco. So that's why San Francisco is the favorite. But you have to ask yourself, are the priors stronger than what you saw the last three weeks? What do you think? Because to me, I'm all about the postseason. I'm a believer that as great as the regular season is, the hotter team in the postseason, that's really what you want to go with. I'm not worried about the first 16 weeks. I'm more interested in the last three weeks because I always feel like in the playoffs, mm. the team that's the hottest, that's, your, that's the team you but, want to but, bet on. But ask yourself this. Who's the better offense? The, the, the Packers, the Lions, or the Chiefs? If I had to pick those two, that's, that's an interesting question. I would probably ugh. because you could you you during could, the uh, regular season it's not the Chiefs no but I mean even now right you could argue that this is a step down in class for the 49ers defense interesting you could but let's let's throw it this way okay mm-hmm. would you rather have Jordan Love would you rather have Jared Goff or would you rather have Patrick Mahomes and if it's me I'm taking Mahomes any day of the week so that's what's interesting even mm-hmm. with the step down on offense yeah quarterback wise to me. There's no comparison. Even though historically Mahomes is never as good in the Super Bowl as he is during the regular playoff season. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. But I just think offensively, this Chiefs offense has clearly not been the same. Now, the one I, I do like a prop with the Chiefs. Um, Rasheed Rice, over 67 and a half. If the Chiefs are going to perform well, it's going, that's going to happen. Now, for me, I don't really have a play on this game. And the reason why is because during week 17... After the Chiefs lost to the Raiders, when everybody was just saying the Chiefs were garbage, guess what I did? I took the Chiefs 10-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. I took the Chiefs plus 460 to win the <laughs> AFC. So now I'm in a position now to where I already cashed the AFC ticket. Yep. I'm in a position to where I can either sit here and chill and I can gamble, knowing and I'm already up, or I can hedge on the San Francisco 49ers. The, the question I posed to you earlier about do you trust your priors or do you trust the most recent information, that's a question I still haven't figured out yet. So until I figure that out yet, I'll play everything else except for the side. Raheem Palmer with us right now from The Ringer. I'm curious, when did you get started on this? When did, for you, your interest in props, spreads, trends, when did it begin? So I don't know if you remember, in 2009, um, before legalization, 
there was three states that had an exemption. Delaware, New Jersey, and Oregon. Delaware ex used their exemption to have parlay bets. Um, and, you know, at the time I graduated from UPenn, 2008, Wharton School of Business, undergrad. Um, and I was like more of a creative type. I was a DJ. I was in the music industry. So, and I couldn't find a job because of the recession. So I went after all of my music dreams. And what ended up happening was on Sundays, I didn't have a lot to do. I'm watching football. Let's go down Delaware Park. Let's play some parlays. I'm doing that for a while. And at some point, I go back to all my stuff at Wharton, Stat 101, Stat 102. I start building models. And I got really into it. I'm betting offshore. I'm betting with local bookies. I'm making more money than I'm making doing music. And from there, it was kind of off to the races. Um, during the pandemic, um, Chad Millman, Action Network, um, he hired me to, to work the NBA Bowl. And since then, I've been doing sports media. Bill Simmons found me. And it's been off to, off to the races since then. East Coast bias. Today was a big day in the NBA trade deadline as well, especially for the Knicks today. Uh, dealing off, uh, you know, guy, guys on their team like Quentin Grimes, they're getting in return uh, Bogdanovich, and they're getting Alec Burks in that deal. What do you think of that one right there? I love the deal. I think, it, you know, they got two guys who shoot 40% from three. Um, and they kind of got rid of guys who, you know, Thibs don't really want to play. Now, they did have some bad news today with OGN Nobi going out. I think this Knicks team is for real. And I think they have a chance at challenging the Boston Celtics. Now, historically, historically when you look at a lot of Thibs teams, they don't have that second gear in the postseason because they play so hard in the regular season. The question I have is, can Julius Randle, who's historically played horribly in the postseason, can he take the pressure off Jalen Brunson? Because if he can... This team has a real shot. Were you disappointed that the Lakers didn't do anything here at the deadline? Uh, a, a little, but I just I, I just don't see the Lakers making any noise. I'm going to be honest with you. I just think they just don't have enough. And I, I don't know who they could possibly trade. At, at the end of the day, when you're paying LeBron, LeBron James and Anthony Davis the amount of money that you're paying under this new salary cap, what, what moves can you make? And they paid Austin Reeves last summer. Yeah. Good point. Uh, the we, We're from Texas. Mm -hmm. Gambling's not legal in Texas, so we got to play some bets before we leave here, especially for uh, the MVP race, for mm -hmm. things like Rookie of the Year case. Give us uh, maybe an MVP that you like right now out of the NBA who maybe we should look at. Um, I think you got to – I mean, obviously, Joel Embiid is out of it. He got hurt. Obviously, I'm a Philly guy. It hurt to see that. Um, but I think you got two guys who are really – I mean – they're pretty much at the top. It's, it's Jokic. I mean, you're not getting much value on him at this point. And I think SGA probably has the best value on the board, even though you missed, like, a great number. I mean, the, like, the numbers were, like, astronomical previously. But, I mean, if Jokic just decides, hey, I want to shut it down for the second half of the year, SGA and that Oklahoma City Thunder team, they're first in the West. They have, I mean, so he might get it. All right, back to the game for a second on Sunday. If you're putting money on the money line, which one do you like better? Whew. <laughs> I'm leaning, like, right now I'm leaning towards San Francisco, but I do not have an official pick. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But it, it's just tough for me because I don't – how do you bet against Mahomes? I know. And I just – like, I always tell people this. No matter what side you bet in this game, you're going to feel stupid. Because if you bet against Mahomes, you're going to feel like, oh, what am I doing? If you bet <laughs> – like, you bet on the Chiefs, you're betting against the worst – you're betting on the worst team. You are. Absolutely. Well, yeah. you are, but the worst team, I agree. But if I had my choice – a team that's been there yep. now, you think about this, for the last five years, mm -hmm. or a team that last time they were there, they lost to Kansas City. Yeah. So that's another way to look at it right now, too. And you also say to yourself, as great as Brock Purdy's been, yeah. you're waiting for that that clunker, yep. and it just hasn't happened yet. It, it, just, it just hasn't happened. It, it's so funny. To me, he reminds me of, like, you know how Brady had that aura to where he just he was just so lucky, but he was so great? 
Brock Purdy is like that, but he's also like Tebow time. Like Tebow, just for whatever reason, that one season to where he caught all the breaks. That's how I feel watching Brock Purdy. But I like Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy's for real. Who's oh. your favorite futures line right now? If you're looking at 2024 season and you want to throw a futures bet for, for the NFL, where's the best value right now? Mm, I've never thought about that. Um, damn. Um, right now, I think you got to be looking at probably one of those teams in the – see, this is hard because it's just – um, How about your Cowboys? What if? What no. if some? No, no. The, we're in El Paso. I, we got to talk about. I'm a, your I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, but as long as Mike McCarthy is there, I can't bet on. And we, I don't even know who the defensive coordinator is at, the, at this point. Good point. Could be getting good money on the Jets to win the division because they're going to be a long shot. But you still have Aaron Rodgers. If healthy, could you see the Jets doing it? No, I, I just. I, I, I need to see Aaron Rodgers in this system. Like I just, I, I, if I had to look at anybody, I probably would be looking at one of those teams in the NFC North because I think the NFC is the weaker conference. Chiefs 49ers over under. Which which one do you like? I like the second half under, first half over. Okay. Anything to parlay that we can think of? Anything to parlay. Um, so I have a list of props here. Um, I would probably. Uh, how about this? So a lot of people are looking at MVP, right? Yes. I would recommend parlaying the things that you need to win MVP. So one of my favorite MVP bets right now is Debo Samuel. What would you need for Debo Samuel to win MVP? Over in yards, touchdowns. And you need San Francisco to win. Yep. You parlay parlay those together, you're probably going to get it better than a 21 playoff. Interesting. All right, tell me what you have coming up on the Ringer. If people want to check you out, what do they need to do? We're going to be Ringer Wise Guys live from Vegas at the FanDuel set tomorrow, 11 a.m., so make sure you check that out. We'll also have a FanDuel party. It's, um, Kyle, I think it's um, Calvin Harris, Kid Cuddy at the Fountain Blue tomorrow. That's going to be big, but, you know, Ringer Wise Guys, this is the last one of the season. We've got East Coast buyers every single week. We've got the Rashadama Show on the Ringer Gambling feed on Spotify, so make, it, make sure you check it out. How much you love doing radio and podcast? I love it. I believe it. Raheem, great to meet you. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Thank you. Raheem Palmer, folks, as we continue here on Sports Talk. All right. Great stuff. I want to remind everybody that when you go to dining deals tomorrow, having the opportunity, you're going to get a chance at 10 a.m. to uh, purchase $50 to the original Hooters in El Paso at Cielo Vista for just $25. Folks, the big game is right around the corner. You could take advantage of some great food to take out for the big game, not to mention their classics like their seafood specialties. They've got their snow crab legs, the delicious buffalo shrimp. Of course, the amazing wings, hand-breaded, smoked, roasted, naked, Daytona beach style. They got build-your-own-burgers, the drinks, the Hooters girls. It's what it's all about. If you want to take advantage of $50 to Hooters at Cielo Vista, you can do so tomorrow, 10 a.m., courtesy of Dining Deals, which is the must-read bar at 600 ESPN El Paso.com. Once again, so many great sponsors making this show possible. Wind Supply El Paso, a proud partner of Yards for Shoes with the ANA All the Way Foundation, online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Performance services designed and managed upgrades to every YISD football stadium. For your next big project, you can contact John Reese online at performance services.com. 
Com. Roll and Smoke Barbecue, your first and last barbecue stop in Texas. Say hi to Jesus and his team at Roll and Smoke Barbecue, 200 South Main, off of Anthony Exit Zero. And the Oscar Adietti Agency, where you can bundle home and auto insurance with the Oscar Adietti Agency and see how you can save on your insurance policy. Call 915-400-6000. When we come back... We're going to talk a little live golf. Troy Tut is going to be with us. Looking forward to that conversation as we continue live out here. Radio Row, it's Sports Talk and 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle with your top stories on this Thursday, February 8th on 600 ESPN El Paso. Horizon police are giving more information on the deadly hit-and-run crash that killed a 17-year-old. The crash happened yesterday afternoon at the intersection of Darrington Road and Pauling Drive. Horizon police confirmed the victim was 17-year-old Miguel Angel Romero. Police say Romero was on the crosswalk when he was hit by a driver of a red Ford F-150 who left the scene. Authorities were not able to say who had the right-of-way but police were able to track down the suspect almost two hours after the incident. Oscar Solis is facing two charges, including intoxication manslaughter and collision involving death. Police say he has two previous convictions for driving while intoxicated, the most recent one from 2023. One person is in the hospital this afternoon after being hit by a car. It happened on Burnham Road in Lee Trevino near I-10. We brought you this is breaking news on Good Morning El Paso. According to police, they received the call before 6.30 this morning. One person was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. 28 migrants and five smugglers were arrested. The U.S. Border Patrol chief for the El Paso sector posted photos on the social media site X and added that it was a coordinated effort with the Homeland Security Office in El Paso and Sunland Park Police. Migrants were located inside a stash house after several failed smuggling attempts led agents to the residence. One person has been taken to the hospital after falling into a canal with water. The person suffered minor injuries after falling near the border highway in Yarbrough, according to fire dispatch. They received the call around 7 this morning. Multiple El Paso Fire Department units responded to the scene. No word yet on if that person who was taken to the hospital was a migrant. Download the KVIA weather and traffic app to track any changes. Get the KVIA news app for updates. Find updated news and weather on air and online at KVIA.com. I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle for 600 ESPN El Paso. We have, first of all, on the far east side, Zaragoza and Tierra Este, we have a crash. So caution there, give them room, that Zaragoza and Tierra Este. But also in the Valley in Socorro, we have a crash, 10,400 Madison D. Socorro PD will be on that one. Where else are we telling the brakes? I-10 at Red, both directions, heavy traffic. I-10 East Spaghetti Bowl area through Reddles, heavy traffic here. And uh, Leo's Restaurant, uh, they'll be open. Big game Sunday, open from 11 to 4. So right there, you can pick up everything you need for that uh, big game. Party trays, popular Mr. T specials, everything you need for a big party. You can find it all there, that uh, famous the famous party trays, the popular Mr. T special. Pick up everything you need for that big game on Sunday. They're going to be open, big game Sunday, open 11 to 4. Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon, Charlie 1, 600, ESPN El Paso. River Oaks Properties was founded by local businessman Jerry Rubin. Their locations include the rapidly growing, highly trafficked Zaragoza Road and East Lake Boulevard in Far East El Paso. In addition, River Oaks has recently completed Westtown Marketplace, El Paso's newest outdoor shopping destination. River Oaks helps create local jobs through retailers. Want to start a business or you need the best location? River Oaks Properties has the best locations in El Paso. For more information, visit ropelpaso.com. Avalanche 
morning for the avalanche of cash at Sunland Park. Every Saturday, lucky players are drawn every half hour starting at 2 p.m. Winning amounts get bigger and bigger through 10 p.m. With guaranteed cash prizes of $13,500 every Saturday, it's the avalanche of cash. Now through February 24th, where there's always more. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Keep it fun. Play responsibly. Need help? Call 1-800-572-1142. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions. So no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Dog parents are loving Dr. Marty's Nature's Blend Premium Dog Food. The way she acts and the way she moves, it's just so much better. And she actually, she's like a puppy again. It's unbelievable. Dr. Marty's Nature's Blend is a freeze-dried raw food made with zero artificial preservatives. So it's naturally shelf-stable with no mess, freezer, or fridge required. Plus, it's full of premium turkey, beef, salmon, and meat your dog will love. We started with Nature's Blend. She's happy. She sleeps well. She's energetic. I am just delighted with this product. When given the choice, Nature's Blend and Amazon's number one bestseller in dry dog food, 29 out of 30 dogs chose Nature's Blend first. I am so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get a free bag of delicious beef liver treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Text deal to 511-511. All pets are unique. Your pet's results can and will vary. Message and data rates may apply. Studies available upon request. Hey, my name is Justice, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A nugget trays is when it's time for football season and time to have the boys over, Chick-fil-A was it. You bite into it, and it's juicy. You know, you got flavors popping. Oh, yeah. On any D-A-Y, I need C-F-A. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Soraya, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is how easy it is. That convenience of being able to order through the app is just unmatched. When I place that tray down, those nuggets won't be there for long. Everyone loves them. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Wake up. Breakfast. And nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with nature-made, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Hey, it's Greeny. Stay tuned at 4 today for Sports Talk with Steve Kaplowitz. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue here on Sports Talk. 
Along with Adrian Broaddus, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. All of our guests on the show always appear via the Longhorn Distributing Hotline. That's right, the phone guest, and we've got a good one for you right now. Because not only are we here with the NFL, uh, the Super Bowl 58 in Radio Row, but believe it or not, folks, Live Golf is also happening as we speak, not that far from here. And as they just wrapped up their round today, Troy Tutt is joining us live on the Longhorn Distributing Hotline. He is the Senior Vice President of Ticketing and Hospitality for Live Golf. Troy, welcome to the program. It's great to have you. And, uh, man, I wish we had you here with us at Radio Raw, but we're super happy to have you on the Longhorn Distributing Hotline. How are you? Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Troy, are you there? Because we cannot hear you. I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you guys. Alberto, hopefully we can get the phones working. And um, Okay. Well, we oh, there we go. Can't I got you now. So um, let's see if we can... Okay, Troy, can you hear us now? Uh, no. Sorry, you're, right. you're off in the distance. We're, I... we're having phone uh, issues. Um, Alberto, if you can, under the phone button, just make sure the mix minus is pushed in and uh, or the mono button is pushed in. Not the mix minus, but the mono button pushed in. And hopefully that will work. And then, our mix, and then our mix minus as well and see if that does the trick. And maybe we can make this happen here for, for Troy. Troy, can you hear us now? Oh, we got you loud and clear. And he is, and he is up to Alberto. You've got him put up. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't hear Troy right now. So, man, can you guys hear me? Disappointed. Hmm. Yeah. Hello. Well, uh, I'll just say this, Steve. We uh, have an opportunity right now to talk uh, live golf a little bit, and just saying that, uh, hey, the the different rosters that are across the board right now. John Rahm is fantastic. Uh, Dustin Johnson, what a, what a weekend that they had last weekend in their huge one with, with that ended actually in a playoff. Uh, Live Golf has really taken the nation by storm, and it's been a fantastic, fantastic uh, you know season so far. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, guys, right here. Again, our apologies to Troy. In fact, uh, we were all set and ready to do this, but Apparently, we're having phone issues for the first time this week. Hmm. And Alberto can hear him back at the studio. We just can't hear him. So, yeah, I guess that's that's the issue. So, Alberto can hear him. I'm, I'm sure listeners can hear him. We just can't hear him here, Steve. Yeah, it's a shame. Al- Alberto, if you could take our mix minus off on our side, so that way it doesn't, thank you, it doesn't feed us uh, like it would. Uh, again, uh, we'll work on that, and hopefully we can figure out a way to, uh, to, to hopefully hear the uh, – the phone feed in the future. Go ahead, Adrian. Hello. Let's try maybe one more time, Troy. Mm, no. Um, nope. Unfortunately, we just uh, we can't uh, we can't hear him. And uh, again, we'll have to uh, try to, to work those out and, and see if we can uh, hopefully get Troy on here at a later time, either today or later today or tomorrow, maybe, and see if we can accommodate that because we really wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on with with Live Golf right now and. More importantly, also, Adrian, we got to figure out how to. We can't now. We can't take a phone call, so we got to figure out how to connect with that as well. Yeah, most definitely. Especially we got our boy uh, Lee Sterling. So, yeah, yeah I'm. Uh, yeah, definitely. All right, all right. Let's see if we can. We'll try one more time. We're we're still working on this and efforting this. Troy, are you there? Can you hear us? Okay. You let us. You guys let us know when um, when we should try to go to the phones, and we'll do that and see what uh, we can do to try to 
connect uh, on the telephone lines and, and hopefully bring our guests uh, on board. So you tell us, guys, and we'll, we'll go from there. In the meantime, as we continue here on Sports Talk, want to once again mention our live broadcast sponsor, Paulo Verde Homes, as well as our interview sponsor, Hills Automotive, as uh, they have both been part of the program. We've got a busy rest of the show as well. Uh, scheduled guests include Meryl hey Hodge right and Mike Loxley. Now we hear you. I don't know what you guys did back at the studio, but that works out great. <laughs> and uh, Troy, our apologies. Welcome to the program. It's great to have you on board today. How you doing? Troy, we heard you a moment ago, and now we can't hear you. So I'm not sure what happened. There we go. Uh, Troy, can you hear us? All right. Uh, once again, uh, having difficulties, guys, back in the studio, and hopefully we could try to rectify the phones here sometime over uh, you know the remainder of the show and, and try to make this work. But uh, right now, yeah, we're just not able to hear anybody on the phone line. Can you guys hear me? Uh, we can, Troy. Actually, we can okay, hear well, right now. You, can you hear us? I, I barely. So if you if you would just talk loud, then I I got you loud and clear that way. We'll All we'll right. make it work that way. Well, listen. We appreciate it. it. It's good to hear your voice. Thanks for hanging in there with us on this because we know nope. it's been hey, a little no frustrating. Problem. But tell us a little bit about what's going on right now with the tour stop over here in Las Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. So we are in. Stop number two here for our 24 season. So we kicked things off last week in Mayakoba, right outside of Cancun, Mexico. And uh, this is uh, event number two out of 14 for us. So we're excited to be here in Las Vegas. We know there's a, another event going into town, so we're happy to be a little bit of an additive to the community. Troy, you've got uh, a background that includes the PGA Tour, the New York Yankees, ticket manager how did you end up uh, of all places uh, with the live tour uh, i don't know if you guys can hear me but i lost you no i was going to say troy I, I, with your background and where you've been uh the yankees pga tour ticket manager we just asked you how you ended up uh, out with the live tour oh uh, I, I got you guys loud and clear now so yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, one of those uh, typical things. It's a, a small industry. Everybody gets to know each other. I've been fortunate to have some really unique opportunities in my past, and certainly my past golf background allowed me to, to join Live Golf uh, just over a year ago. So it's been quite a ride, uh, end of 22, and now, you know, kicking off into, you know, what could be uh, or what is season three for us. So, Tell us a little bit about how the season has gone thus far and kind of really where, you know, you're, you're continuing here in 2024, what you build on or what you built on last year in 2023. Sure, absolutely. So for us, you know, we're really focused on supercharging the game of golf, uh, and that's for a global audience, right? So there's two pieces to that. Is one, we're taking golf to a whole new level, and then we're also, you know, bringing it to a global audience that really, you know, maybe it's not getting the, the biggest golf uh, fans uh, and players in the world. And so we're doing that for markets like Hong Kong and Singapore and Australia, and then certainly here in the U.S. with places like Nashville, uh, Houston, and obviously here this week uh, in Vegas. And like I said, we kicked things off in Mexico last week, so we're at the very early stages of our 24 season. 
Star power has been no secret to live golf. You all recently uh, got one of the biggest stars and biggest names in all of golf. That is John Rahm, who has now joined Live Golf and is on the tour with you guys. How have you all been able to kind of manage the star power that you've had with also translating that into success on the golf course? Yeah, what I think a lot for John Rahm and for a lot of the players that's unique is the team aspect, right? So allows the players to come in and for someone like John Rum, who is not only a captain but almost you know a bit of a player as well as a GM so he's you know wearing multiple hats as he plays here for Live Golf but you know he's brought on our 13th team uh, we had 12 last year so John Rum's brought on with Legion 13 our 13th team uh, so you know he has quickly seen the difference uh, and the vibe and the culture that brings and for them to kick off last uh, last week in our season kickoff with a win <laughs> as a team is pretty astronomical uh, for not only him as a captain, but the entire uh, Legion 13 uh, team. Troy Tutt, the Senior Vice President of Ticketing and Hospitality for Live Golf as we continue here on Sports Talk. What about the crowds? How have you started to see the crowds grow as the roster continues to expand and get filled with uh, some of the biggest stars in the sport? Yeah, so I think that's what's unique about what we're providing is, even though it's very, very competitive elite golf, is we're also trying to bring golf to a whole brand new audience. And so the festival-style atmosphere that we have here, whether it's music and our fan village, it really brings kind of folks of all walks of life that maybe that are deep, passionate golf fans for years, or they're just getting to know the sport for the first time. That's what we're trying to bring uh, to the community, and we're seeing it already here uh, in Las Vegas, and you know, there's a big event coming into town, and we're seeing a lot of our ticket purchasers actually coming outside of Nevada, like places like Utah, uh, that maybe doesn't have a lot of golf coming through in the past. Well, they now are a short drive away from seeing uh, some of the best players in the world. How about the fact that you all are coming off such a historic weekend where you go into a playoff round, you have big names like Neiman, you have big names like Rom all atop the leaderboard to wind things up. And on top of all that, the other league out there, they didn't even play on that day. So you were able to capitalize on all the golf viewing on Sunday. Yeah, so we want, you know, for us, uh, we want to be additive to the sport, right? So we're not there trying to compete with anyone. We just want to bring something that's unique and kind of supercharged those who are golf fans are looking to become and enter into the golf space so uh you know last week was an amazing kickoff for us uh Mayakoba, obviously a beautiful scenery one of the top courses in the world and then to have some of those guys uh be on the leaderboard and then go into a playoff <laughs> and another playoff another playoff and literally hit a putt you know pretty much when there's no more light left uh was pretty epic uh, start for us so we we're proud with you know, that being the season kickoff, and we can already see the leaderboard going into today. And I think that's what's unique is you're seeing different guys, different weeks, different days being at the top of the leaderboard because these are the top guys in the world. And so it can interchange any given day. Troy, since your uh, job title involves ticketing and hospitality for Live uh, this weekend in Vegas and in a couple of months in Houston, Give our listeners a little bit of an idea about what's available if some of uh, them would like to travel, whether it's this weekend or, or even to Houston or any place, to go watch the Live Tour live and in person. Sure. So we have, you know, for our local community, one, any uh, individuals, youth under the age of 12, get into our events for free. 
along with the military. Uh, we take care of, we do free uh, complimentary military tickets uh, for the community. So not only do we want to bring folks in from outside of that market or that community, we want to make sure we're taking care of those folks that are in the community. Uh, and then you know, from a ticket standpoint, a hospitality standpoint, certainly we have our, our grounds tickets, which all fans can enjoy, whether it's golf or sometimes we have concerts. Uh, but you speak to you know Nashville and Houston. We just kicked things off actually last week in both of those markets, and we've seen blockbuster sales of our hospitality, some of the largest that we've ever seen in the golf history. So you can see communities and cities like a Nashville or a Houston uh, that are just kind of craving that elite golf. Uh, so we're excited to, to go to those two markets there in June. Well, Troy, uh, I'm excited for you. It sounds like uh, it's going to be a great rest of the weekend out in Vegas. And, uh, hey, I'm happy we're able to get our connection going. Thanks for joining us. And let's do it again. Let's plan on getting you back on the show here uh, throughout 2024 so we can keep tabs with you and find out how things are going with the Live Tour. Sounds good. We're not far from you guys, uh, certainly with our Houston event. So maybe that will be a good time. Let's, uh, let's catch up prior to going to our Houston. So. That'll be a lot of fun, but I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks for the support, and uh, good luck with your time here in Vegas. Appreciate you. He's uh, Troy Tutt from the Live Tour, folks. He joins us on Sports Talk as we wrap up our number one. We've got two to go, folks. A lot of guests coming up, so stay with us. Sports Talk continues, 600 ESPN El Paso. Weekdays beginning at 4 on 600 ESPN El Paso. <laughs> Start of hour number two here on Radio Row. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports Talk. He's Adrian Broadus. I'm Steve Kaplowitz. We're live at Radio Row. And, man, oh, man, one of our favorites. Uh, You talk about individuals that played the game and did such a terrific job in the broadcast business. I don't think it gets much better than this man here, Merrill Hodge, who's with us right now. Great to meet you face-to-face, and thanks for stopping by today. How are you? Uh, Gentlemen, thank you. That's a kind introduction. Very very appreciative. It's true, and I feel like, uh, again, you made that transition. Not everybody's able to make the transition from playing to broadcasting. You did, and always felt like you really enjoyed what you had the chance to do, whether it was on radio or television. Well, actually, you know, I fell into broadcasting, but one of the things that really drove me to broadcasting was to try to bring to the fan um, the, the evidence and truth of really the game. And so where I'm getting to is that the only way you can tell about the truth, and actually I wouldn't have done television had I not been able to do this too, by the way, to have access of watching tape just gives you insight you can never get on television. Like television lies, highlights really lie, and that is the truth. 70% of the time you miss what's going on on a play almost every time. And then it happens so fast you can't clearly digest all of the information or all the things that have taken place just in one particular play. Um, And that's why being able to watch tape takes a long time. It is arduous. But if you do it, you just can share and help people understand the game in a better way. Did you love watching that tape and really studying the game as much as, as, as we were able to see and how you conveyed it on screen? Well, I, I did because it gave me it gave me what I it gave me what I listen. I, that, here's how you guys will appreciate this: a half hour show is twenty two minutes of content. Um, three people on the set, host, two analysts. I'm going to probably have nine minutes, and that might be a little stretch. Okay, but say nine minutes of content. It would take me some sixty five hours to get ready for nine minutes of content. 
that's how long it takes to watch tape because you know if you're watching a matchups okay this game you got to watch i got to watch Kansas City's offense and see how they are San Francisco's defense how they are and how they match up then i got to watch San Francisco's offense and Kansas City's defense Kansas City's offense San Francisco's uh, defense you and you have to wa- study them and that doesn't take i mean one side of the ball could take you 2 hours yeah and that's just one week you know you watch 20 some games of this you know to get a feel of you know where do things really lie and how does this match up what's it going to come down to and without that that access i honestly I'd just be irrelevant it'd be guesswork you'd be yeah just, and just because you played in the league you, people might think you know what you're talking about I, i'm honest if i stop watching tape in two years i'm irrelevant there's no way i could possibly know i mean one third of the players probably have already changed yeah so certain things have already come, how the game has evolved. I mean, the different things that are done in the passing game that weren't done, the different things in the running game that weren't done. And some of that is misunderstood. Like people will say, well, you know, the, the, the league the, run, the, the league has become a two-back league, okay? That is the most ignorant comment in the history of sports. No, it hasn't. You guys are probably old enough to know when the Steelers won Super Bowls, when the Green Bay Packers won some of the very first ones, how many backs were in the backfield? Two. I was going to say two. those days, yeah, two. two. Yeah. There's only one thing that's changed over over the decades, the formation. The game went from a split-back formation to an eye-back formation. And in an eye-back formation, only one guy got the ball. In a split-back formation, yes, there was a lead ball carry. He got like, third, say, 20, 30 carries. The other guy got anywhere from 5 to 15, so they had a balance out. So when it went to eye formation, you couldn't give that guy just 35 carries all the time, so you had to sub him sub somebody in for him somebody had to come in on third down they all saw offset the pounding but it's never it's always been a two-back league but we've seen split backs return now we're starting to see more teams utilize Let's, that in games and look at the green bay packers for example now you'll get aj right. Dillon and aaron jones at the same time and you never know who's going to get the ball and, and that actually was uh that is actually um um when i saw that and if i if i came back and became a coordinator i would implement that yeah. You know, now at my back, both of them would have to be very versatile, you know, because the one thing with the split back, what it kind of gave away is people knew who the main ball carrier was. So sometimes based on formation and where he lined up, they kind of gave it away. If they can be interchangeable. See, that's actually why I almost went to San Francisco. They wanted to use um, me and Ricky Waters to be interchangeable. You know, I might line up on the tight end side. Sometimes I might not line up. He might line away. So never, we could never get it. They could never get a feel for where the running game was going to be. And I think there's a much better way to create some flexibility with your running game and and have versatility. Running games have split backs. You've uh, worn many hats in your life: football, broadcaster. How about coach with the Your Call Football League, yeah. where fans could control the play style? What was that uh, like? That was one of, I can tell you this, as far as an experience of wanting to coach at the professional level, to run a, a league and understand the, and I think this is a microscope, a microscope, I mean a, a little dot of what the National Football League is, but you still, all the principles are in play for running and building a league. You have to operate with all the things that the league has to operate. You just do it with two teams. Mike Sherman was the other head coach. I probably, everybody on our staff had anywhere from 20 to 25 years of experience in coaching. So to learn from them was another growth. But now to put game plans in and coach men, you know, at a professional level was honestly one of the greatest experiences 
that I really had from a coaching perspective and a leadership perspective and a business perspective in those two years that we did it. Had COVID not hit, we had another year. We, the league probably would still be alive, but it also really showed how much how much it costs to really play football you know at at the professional level and you know paying players and taking care of players and housing players is just that's why the two leagues have merged because of the cost uh, of it merrill hodge joining us here on sports talk i just got a text from ed listening to this interview and he says merrill is the bus driver big steelers fan and appreciating (laughs) you and love that when we get that kind of comments from our listeners uh, in real time during the interview we're gonna get your thoughts on the game sunday but first you're here for breather fit i want to ask you about this device because it's a respiratory muscle training device tell me a little bit about this and, and what this has done to help you out well, okay, you just mentioned your respiratory. See, I when this was brought to my attention, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. I, I, when I had open-heart surgery, I had to do this before I left the hospital because I had to get my lungs back and, and get the strength back into them, get the fluid out of them, and show that I could do that before I left the hospital. I'm like, man, I did this in open-heart surgery. I go, I didn't know your respiratory system was separate. And then, so that intrigued me. Then they said, you know, you know once you get over 30 years of age, if you're not doing any cardio, your respiratory system starts to decline. There's a percentage of, of continuous decline, so that means less and less oxygen is coming into the body. Well, that's important because one of the most important functions for our body are blood flow and oxygen, not just to the body but to the brain. So our bodies start to erode after 30, especially without the oxygen. So you could challenge, and I didn't realize your respiratory system is separate. Like you can train that and isolate that separate. I thought when I did cardio, I'm watching my heart, and that's part of my respiratory system, so that's getting trained. Well, I actually end up doing this test on accident, so I start doing it. I start. I want to see what it's like. I want to see if it, there's brain value, and I actually can feel the difference in well, after I do it. I can feel the, my, my respiratory system being challenged, and I can feel it's actually been worked on. Well, I go on this trip. I go up to Pebble, Santa Barbara, Utah, and Arizona for like 14 days. I come back. I didn't do any cardio, but I worked out. And I did the breather fit while I was doing it. Well, I come home. My first day of cardio was a 90% cardio, so I was going to do a spike day. I could tell based on how my heart rate was in the first day that my heart had not, had not worked out for two weeks. But the breathing aspect of it was easy. Like I couldn't believe him. I go, I'm not struggling breathing, but I could tell by my heart based on how it's climbing a little faster. It hasn't worked out for a couple of weeks. And that is when I understood how you can strengthen your respiratory system, even if you're not doing any cardio. Mm-hmm. But what I would think, hopefully it would do, it would spark you to do a little cardio and do the combination. And here's the benefits. Um, you're going to be happier. You're going to be healthier. Um, you're probably going to live longer because it's going to help you in other aspects of your overall health. And that's the negative of it. That, that's the worst thing I should say could come from it. And that's just, that's a pretty pretty good outcome or a pretty good option. Yep. To just try something five minutes a day, twice a week for um, six days out of the week, and you can do that. You don't got to get in your car and drive to a gym. You got to change clothes to do it. <laughs> you can do it in your kitchen. You can do it in your office. Doesn't matter where. Yeah, just got to find a, a, a get a habit of doing it and creating a lifestyle. Like I leave it on my office desk, so I'll be there probably morning at night at some point and i do that when i do that and um rather i'm there in the morning or in the evening both times i do it and the value in it that i have experienced is i like to share to people because listen if you're not doing anything it's a good way to start doing something and maybe get you a little spark of investing in your health and getting your health back and being a little healthier and happier in your lifestyle 
Merrill, I want to also promote your website, MerrillHodge.com. This is also a place where we can find your book, Find a Way, the second edition. Tell yeah. us a little bit about your book. Well, Find a Way, I, I got challenged to write that uh, sitting in a chemotherapy chair. Um, when I was going through chemo, a friend of mine, I, I shared with them, what Find a Way has done for me, it's helped me live a dream and fight to live. Um, the message I share with people is titled Find a Way. And the goal, people ask me, well, what's your goal? And I go, well, my goal, I've never been asked that. But the first time I was, I was like, well, my goal is actually this. Usually it's for the client, whatever the client is doing. But I'm like, I do have a specific goal. When I get done speaking, if they're, th- if they're talking about me, I did a really, really bad job. But if they're thinking about their own skills, their own strengths, their own tools and how how taking action and being taking ownership in their own lives can help them with something they're dealing with or they're striving for, then I've done a good job. And that's what the message is really about and what we, we try to share and give people, uh, empower people to take ownership of where they're going and take the tools that they possess, control their mind versus their mind controlling them, and apply it to their craft profession and their personal life. And there's a lot of great things can come from that when you do that. But it all starts with you and taking ownership. You mentioned the website, MerrillHodge.com. I'm going to give another one out, BreatherFit.com. If you want to learn more about the product Merrill's talking about here today, BreatherFit.com. I've got less than 60 seconds. Who do you like on Sunday? I like the Chiefs. I think they're slightly better in the two areas that matter. Let's say it's a clean game, no turnovers, no injuries, okay? The Chiefs' offensive line is just slightly better than the 49ers. Their defensive line as a whole is slightly better than San Francisco's. And in all of my years of playing this league, studying this league, at the end of Super Bowls, we always come back and watch the tape, and the one thing that always stands out is how well they played in, in the trenches. Like, that made the difference. Now, the MVP's not coming from there, but that's what's going to matter. And I just think if it's a clean game, they're slightly better there, and I give them the advantage because of that. Merrill, great to meet you. Thanks Thank for you stopping guys. by. Thanks for having and, uh, me. Great stories. We loved it. Appreciate it, boys. You got Thanks, it. Man. Merrill Hodge, folks, as we continue here on Sports Talk. When we come back... Aaron Schatz is going to join us. If it's a familiar name, it should be. He's got a long history here on this show, and we'll get a chance to revisit uh, with Aaron face-to-face. First, though, let's go to Charlie Wan to get this traffic update. Metroplex right now. Now, we're doing good. We have no crashes going on. We're working on a no-hitter, no crashes going on. But where we see some tapping on the brakes right now is I-10 Escopia to Reynolds. That's where we see the... A little bit of thick traffic and also I-10 in red, that area, your construction area. Then going on tonight, there's a closure. Loop 375 south and northbound, main lane closure between North Loop and Saragossa. Montana eastbound, lane closures between Wooster and Smoke Signal. A lot of uh, construction going on tonight. And Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, they're going to be open on Sunday. Big game Sunday, they're going to be open 11 to 4. So you can take advantage of the party trays, the popular Mr. T specials. You can feed a lot of people with that. Party trays, popular Mr. T special. You can pick them up for a big game Sunday. Open uh, there at Leo's. Open from 11 to 4. And go Miners, Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon, Charlie 1, 600, ESPN El Paso. Townsquare Media presents this week's dining deals from Seize the Deal. I'm here this afternoon with the folks from Hooters, located near Cielo Vista Mall. And Bree, what have you got going on? Hi, Glenn. My name is Bree. I'm here to tell you about the events we have throughout the week. I'm starting with Retro Night with Memo, Thursday Salsa Latino Night with our Salsa Queen Lupe, and Funky Party Friday starting at 8 where anything goes. Very nice. And now... 
the lovely Hooters girl, Angel, with your specials. Hey, Glenn. I just wanted to let you know of all of our specials, my favorite being buy 10, get 10 wings, Monday and Wednesdays, drink specials all week from 2 to 7 and 10 to close, and a new special we call Postseason Pick, which comes with wings, a drink, or a Bud Light, and comes with fries for $16.99. Last but not least, the man himself, Memo, to tell us about something special for our first responders and heroes. Yes, sir. It's First of all, it's great to see you, my friend. And uh, we have 20% off for active military, retired veterans, law enforcement, first responders, and border patrol every day. And um, also to add to you know what we have going on, Glenn, we have half-off appetizers starting on February 15th from 10 p.m. to close. So make sure to join us late night. And if you're planning a big game party, make sure to call your order in and we will have it waiting. The number is 915-778-9464. Awesome. And hey, that's $50 worth of food for only $25 at Hooters, located near Cielo Vista Mall. This week's dining deal feature from Season the deal at klaq.com kisselpaso.com and 600 espn elpaso.com palo verde homes is el paso's award-winning home builder and year after year voters have named them among el paso's top builders in city magazine 100 of the homes they build are energy star certified and they are ranked as one of america's top 200 builders palo verde homes offers three four and five bedroom floor plans in east west and northeast el paso in addition to socorro horizon city and new mexico call clearview realty today at 996-5972 or visit paloverdehome.com what coming home should feel like. You might know Oscar Arieta as the official insurance agent for the UTEP Miners. Oscar Arieta is also the Hometown Hero Award presenter for the UTEP basketball team. Here's Oscar Arieta. We wish Coach Adams, Coach Golding, and all of the UTEP basketball teams a great season. The Oscar Arieta Agency is here to guide you through your home, auto, life, or commercial insurance needs. Visit OscarArietaAgency.com or call them at 915-400-6000. Go! This is Steve Kaplowitz, and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day delivered commercial-free to your phone or tablet. That's right, all the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso. Paso Podcasts. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion Furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions, so no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Finally, the biggest Sunday in the game is here. Show up early on February 11th to watch the Chiefs and the 49ers. The first 100 fans get a free square, and every fan walks away with a free fried pickles bounce back. Scenic Views are calling you to Sweethearts Week. Swing by for Scenic Views wrapped in red and steal your heart specials at the Sweethearts Week costume party, February 11th through the 14th. Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. 600 ESPN El Paso.
Welcome back, everybody, as we continue here on Sports Talk from Radio Row at Mandalay Bay. Along with Adrian Broadus, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. Uh, we got a special treat for you right now. I can't believe it's been 10 years since he was regularly joining us on the program, but here's a guy who founded Football Outsiders, and we had a regular spot during the football season with Football Outsiders. Now he's with FTNFantasy.com. Great to connect with Aaron Schatz, and hey, great to meet you face-to-face after all these years. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, it's good to reconnect, and also it is really good to meet in person, and that's one of the things that happens here on Radio Row for those of us in the Internet industry, especially like people that we have corresponded with, uh, people who we've done their shows through for the phone, like you meet them in person for the first time. It's kind of strange. No, but it's it's so cool. In fact, it's funny because I think about it, and I'll, and I'll equate you to we do a regular spot every week talking baseball with Jay Jaffe, who's now with Fangraphs. Yeah. And, I, and I think about Fangraphs and what they've done with baseball, and then I think about Football Outsiders and what you started with analytics in football, and there's a lot of similarities because they started around the same time, and they both were able to dive in to that analytical movement with sports like we've seen it grow so much over the years. Yeah, it's been an amazing. I've been I've been doing this for 21 years now and it's been really remarkable. Uh this was my 21st season uh and now there's so much talk about analytics and all the stuff that the league does itself with the next gen stats, things that I never would have imagined when I started 20 years ago. And unfortunately, Football Outsiders had some business problems, but I'm with FTN Fantasy now, and it's been a really good year with them, and we have all kinds of other stuff besides me, like fantasy projections and best ball projections, DFS stuff, all kinds of stuff like that. Aaron, I want to ask you about the specific statistic of DVOA. I hear about this all the time. And for our listeners out there who want to learn more about the DVOA and how that is measured, what's the best way you would describe it? So here's the simple explanation. I measure the the success of every play based on the down and distance, and then I compare that to a league average baseline that's adjusted for situation and opponent. So it's mostly set up to, you know, three yards on third and one is good, three yards on third and ten is bad. And then you adjust for, you know, where you are on the field and what's the current situation of the game and who you're playing against. How difficult for you is it to look at a team like Kansas City and see how ordinary they probably were during the regular season and then how they've taken it back up a few notches here in the playoffs, especially on the defensive side, as they've really shut down some some terrific offenses. In some ways, I mean, with the offense and Mahomes, it's the playoff LeBron problem. Yeah. Right? It's how much do you trust your regular season numbers. Historically, your regular season numbers are the best way to predict the future. There's no question about it. I mean, you want to add in the playoffs, certainly, but if you include the regular season and the playoffs, you have 20... Uh, you have 19 games for uh, 20 games for the Chiefs and 19 games for the 49ers, right? That's a nice big sample. Three games for the Chiefs and two for the 49ers is not a big sample. And a lot of people are making their calls about this game based on those smaller sample sizes where the San Francisco defense has not been as good, where the San Francisco offense had one game where they didn't look good against Green Bay, and where you know Mahomes has been otherworldly, and the Kansas City defense has been good all year. So I don't feel like they've been particularly much better except against Baltimore. Shutting down that Baltimore offense was a heck of a performance. Now back to the offensive side. You wrote the Mahomes has had 21 interception-worthy throws in the regular season. The postseason, zero. Yes. How incredible is that? It's pretty incredible because uh, Purdy, Purdy actually had fewer interception-worthy throws in the regular season. I think he had like 18. 
In the playoffs, in only two games, Purdy has had six. Only one of those was actually intercepted. Whereas Mahomes, zero in three games is really good. But it's like, do you trust the coin to come up heads four times in a, in a row? Like, it's not likely that he can do another game with no interception-worthy throws, but if he, even if he only has one, if it's not picked off, then there's no turnovers, you know? What's more remarkable, in your opinion, the fact that Kansas City was able to win in, ball, in Buffalo, win in Baltimore to get back here after what seemed like a, a relatively ordinary regular season on their standards of what we've seen the last few years, or a San Francisco team that looked like they were going to lose to Green Bay, but they came back to win, and then they're down 20-plus to Detroit, and they come back to win that game. In your opinion, which one is a is, is kind of a, more of a remarkable story that they're here this Sunday? Um, I think the Chiefs... Here's the thing. So if the Chiefs win this game, that's the super remarkable story. So based on DVOA... Baltimore and San Francisco were two of the top 10 teams I have ever measured in 43 years. To beat both of those teams to win the Super Bowl is an unbelievable accomplishment, like the hardest road to a Super Bowl championship ever if they finish it by beating San Francisco. So as important and good as it was for San Francisco to have those big comebacks, beating Miami, which was number six, Buffalo, which was number three, and Baltimore, which is number one in successive weeks, two of those games on the road, that was really hard. Defensively for the 49ers, they ranked fifth in zone defense, 12th in man defense. How does that relate to when you talk about the Kansas City offense? Well, it's interesting because the offense for Kansas City has the same weakness and strength, so they're really strong against zone, and they're not as strong against man, or at least in the regular season, that's the way that it was so it, it would be it would be particularly interesting if it was the opposite because then you'd be like san francisco don't you know do the thing you're better at because it happens to be the other team that you're worse at but instead this is an issue where you have a strength against a strength and a weakness against a weakness an alternative to that is of course the running game right yeah. where both running games are better in particular the san francisco running game is much better than the kansas city run defense especially when san francisco runs outside zone concepts especially to the left behind Trent Williams. That is the direction where Kansas City has the hardest time with the run. I wonder if we're going to start to see a lot of that on Sunday, especially as you're predicting it right now. Yeah, you got to think that, I mean, a, a lot of us are very curious about Baltimore's strategy and why Baltimore did not run the ball more. And I've got to think that San Francisco is going to give a big, healthy dose of Christian McCaffrey in this game. I mean, it, it would be hard for them to win without a big Christian McCaffrey day. That is really the road to winning. Defensively for the 49ers, going back to them, uh, I've been disappointed in their defensive line, particularly getting after the quarterback. And you noted it's it, it's something to having to do with the, the arrival of Chase Young, whether it's the timelines just didn't match up, defense or offenses you know, schemed against this uh, defensive line in a, in a different way. What have you seen from Yeah, from it, the pressure rate was something like 31 or 32% in the first half of the season. And that's dropped to, I think, 245 percent in the second half now the whole league wide the pressure rate dropped so the rank went from fourth to 13th the rank drop off is not as big as you would think it is but yeah the san francisco is getting less pressure and of course we know historically mahomes and by the way purdy also one of the five best quarterbacks under pressure i mean every quarterback is better without pressure but if you do pressure mahomes he's better than almost anybody in the league but the interesting thing is so is brock purdy 
Aaron Schatz with us right now. FTNFantasy.com is the site where you can uh, catch Aaron and see all of his work. If, if Kansas City wins this game, I don't want to say that it means that the regular season is meaningless, but in a way, it's almost like that's what it would feel. And historically, the NFL postseason doesn't really have that kind of an impact, right? Normally, teams that are really good during the regular season are still able to shine during the postseason. Yeah, it would be tough for a guy like me if Baltimore and San Francisco both don't do it. I mean, there was no way for Baltimore and San Francisco to both win the championship this year. Only One of them had to lose eventually. Um, but at the same time, this is not an upset along the lines of the Giants in 07 or 2011 or Baltimore when I think they were 12th in DVOA in 2012. Like, Kansas City was 5th, right? They're still a top-five team. They were 8th in offense, 7th in defense, and 6th in special teams. So this is still a good team. It's just that San Francisco and Baltimore were so superlative during the regular season that you feel like if one of those two teams didn't win at all, that yes, maybe the regular season doesn't mean as much. But Kansas City deserves to be here. They're, They're not sneaking in you know, through the back door and then went got hot in the playoffs. Like, they were one of the better teams during the regular season. Going back to the Chiefs' defense and, and talking about one guy in particular, uh, one, you know, one of the Chiefs' beat writers, and Adam Teicher highlighted his name with us a couple uh, weeks ago, saying that he was maybe the second most valuable player, not just on the defense, but maybe on the whole team. I'm talking about Legereus Sneed and what he's been able to do at that shutdown corner position. What do you see from from the uh, you know, your analytics? Yeah, Legereus Sneed, I started a new thing this year using the FTN data charting of cornerback coverage to uh, do a DVOA for cornerback coverage, and Sneed was one of the better cornerbacks in the league. Kansas City was one of the best defenses against number one receivers. Now, here's the question. Who's the number one receiver? Who does Sneed cover? Does he cover Ayuk? Or do you cover Samuel? Or does he go between the two? And then where do you put the other cornerbacks? Because, look, Trent McDuffie won All-Pro this year. But Kansas City is not good against slot receivers. They're only 16th against slot receivers this year. And McDuffie got all pro in part because he's a really good slot blitzer. And they'll bring that against San Francisco. There's no question about that. But whoever he covers between Debo and Ayuk, I would think, will be more open than whichever one Legereus Need is covering. Aaron Schatz with us here as we continue. As you look at Patrick Mahomes and his career arc and where he is at this point in his career... You live in Tom Brady territory. You got to watch his entire body of work in person in real time because he was in your backyard. We hear the comparisons. We hear how ahead of the curve Mahomes is because of his age and where he's at. From a statistical standpoint, many people believe that Brady is still the GOAT because of all the titles and what he was able to do after 30 especially. You tell me. Do you feel like Mahomes is on a trajectory that when he decides to hang it up, assuming he stays injury-free and continues to you know, benefit from the kind of success he's had, he will be uh, you know, the all-time great? Yes, but there's a long way to go if you're talking about his whole career. If you look at peak performance, so your five best years, by my numbers, Brady would be one, Manning two, Breeze three, and Mahomes four. The difference is that Brady, Manning, and Breeze all did that in their late 20s and early 30s, whereas Mahomes did it in his early 20s 
and he's just getting to his peak now. Like, theoretically, Mahomes' peak should be the next five years, not the last five years. That's what's so impressive about Mahomes. Going to the special teams game for both these teams, Chiefs 49ers, Harrison Butker on one side, Jake Moody on the other side. What do your numbers suggest? I know some San Francisco 49er fans have uh, called us and said they should be worried about Jake Moody. Are you worried? Yeah, I mean, I think this is the clearest advantage for Kansas City in the entire game. Not the biggest advantage, but the most obvious one. Uh, first of all, they're better punting, okay, with Tommy Townsend, and San Francisco was poor on punt returns this year. And then kicking, Butker was much better than Moody this year. And while field goal percentage can be very variable from year to year, Butker has been consistently good, and you can consistently trust that you can give him a try over 50 yards. Like, you can try those field goals. Moody tried a couple of those this year, but you don't trust him as much as Butker. He wasn't as good as Butker this year. If this game is tied in the, in, the, in the fourth quarter and it comes down to a late field goal, there's no question Kansas City trusts their guy more than San Francisco trusts their guy. Aaron, who gets the coaching advantage? I mean, I, listen, Shanahan is great at the design of the scheme in the large sense. Reed is great in the design of the scheme in the one game sense and steve spagnolo also the defensive coordinator they're more better at uh designing a game plan for a specific opponent so i would give those guys a little bit of the edge i will say shanahan has been a little bit more aggressive than he's been in years past and both of these guys are kind of known for mismanaging the clock in the fourth quarter. So I don't know if I'd give either of them the edge in that way. But when it comes to game planning a specific opponent, Reed and Spagnuolo have the edge. Do you see a lot of points in this game? You know, it's funny. Uh, originally, I was thinking over. And I think talking to people over the last week and a half, I've sort of moved more towards under. I've moved more towards don't bet the total for the most part. But because there's going to be a lot of running in the game, that slows down the pace and that keeps it more low. What I like is the over in the first half because these offenses were generally better towards the beginning of the game. And both defenses were really, really good this year defending a lead in the fourth quarter. Whoever is down in the fourth quarter is going to have a really hard time coming back. And so that's why I like the over in the first half rather than the whole game. Before we wrap things up with you, Aaron, what do you have coming up on FTN Fantasy after the Super Bowl? What are some of the content that you're going to be cranking out? Well, the great content, first of all, FTN Fantasy, unlike my previous site, does all sports. So if you're a subscriber, you get all kinds of stats and picks uh, and things for tennis and golf and the nba and major league baseball and college basketball when we get to march madness we'll do all of that stuff so ftn has all of that stuff on ftnfantasy.com and ftnbets.com and then we have my stuff there'll be some off-season content looking at charting data i'm also going back in time further if you know people who follow me i like to go back in time and do past years so i have 1979 and 1980 to come for dvoa and let me tell you earl campbell was a bad, bad man when he was at his peak. So good. I'm looking forward to checking that out for sure. Great to finally meet you after all these years. Thanks for stopping by and a terrific analysis as always, Aaron. Thank you very much. FTNFantasy.com slash DVOA. There he is, Aaron Schatz, joining us as we continue here on Sports Talk. When we come back, conversation Adrian had with John Yastrzemski. It's next, 600 ESPN El Paso. 
I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle with your top stories on this Thursday, February 8th on 600 ESPN El Paso. Horizon police are giving more information on the deadly hit-and-run crash that killed a 17-year-old. The crash happened yesterday afternoon at the intersection of Darrington Road and Pauling Drive. Horizon police confirmed the victim was 17-year-old Miguel Angel Romero. Police say Romero was on the crosswalk when he was hit by a driver of a red Ford F-150 who left the scene. Authorities were not able to say who had the right of Way, but police were able to track down the suspect almost two hours after the incident. Oscar Solis is facing two charges, including intoxication manslaughter and collision involving death. Police say he has two previous convictions for driving while intoxicated, the most recent one from 2023. One person is in the hospital this afternoon after being hit by a car. It happened on Burnham Road in Lee Trevino near I-10. We brought you this is breaking news on Good Morning El Paso. According to police, they received the call before 6.30 this morning. One person was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. 28 migrants and five smugglers were arrested. The U.S. Border Patrol chief for the El Paso sector posted photos on the social media site X and added that it was a coordinated effort with the Homeland Security Office in El Paso and Sunland Park Police. Migrants were located inside a stash house after several failed smuggling attempts led agents to the residence. One person has been taken to the hospital after falling into a canal with water. The person suffered minor injuries after falling near the border highway in Yarbrough, according to fire dispatch. They received the call around 7 this morning. Multiple El Paso Fire Department units responded to the scene. No word yet on if that person who was taken to the hospital was a migrant. Download the KVIA weather and traffic app to track any changes. Get the KVIA news app for updates. Find updated news and weather on air and online at KVIA.com. I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle for 600 ESPN El Paso. Now in the El Paso Metroplex, we have no crashes going on right now. Where are we struggling in traffic? I-10 East Copia to Reynolds, thick traffic right here. Kind of tapping on the brakes there, tapping on the brakes. I-10 West and Red. Now, remember that Red, that's your construction area, but... Tonight, there are closures going on at 8 p.m. Loop 375 south and northbound main lane closure between North Loop and Santa Rosa. 9 p.m. Montana eastbound lane closures between Wooster and Smoke Signal. So caution in that area. Leo's Restaurant and 7520 Rimcon on Sunday. They have the big game Sunday. Big game Sunday opens from 11 to 4. Now pick up on Sunday. You can pick up those party trays, popular Mr. T specials, everything you need for that big game party. So it's all there. Leo's has a full-service bar also. And go miners from Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, Charlie 1600, DSP and El Paso. Saturday, March 9th, Speaking Rock presents Shady. May I have your attention, please? A live tribute band to the music of Eminem. You A free show on Speaking Rock's Outdoor Plaza. I've created a monster, because nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want Shady on top left. Shady, the country's premier Eminem tribute. Pages 21 and over. Saturday, March 9th at Speaking Rock. See Speaking Rock's Facebook page for more info. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. COVID-19? I don't want to risk missing work. 
I booked an appointment for this season's updated COVID-19 shot designed to help protect against recent variants. Learn about a vaccine option and book your COVID-19 shot on ScheduleCovidVax.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Timmy, everybody. Great job. Next up, we have Samantha. Ten times better performance can make a big difference. Castrol Edge Motor Oil gives your engine ten times better high-temperature performance. Castrol Edge. Better oil for maximum performance. Now through March 4th, get five quarts of Castrol Edge or Edge High Mileage Full Synthetic and an oil filter for $36.99, only at AutoZone. Claim based on Sequence 3 H test versus API SP test limits. What can you say about Pelican Steak and Seafood that you don't already know? Just that they continue to satisfy existing customers with the consistency in their kitchen and draw new customers looking for great seafood and steaks all grilled to order. The bar is another sensation with the best martinis and specialty drinks in town. Open nightly at 4 p.m. and open for lunch on Sundays at noon. Pelican Steak and Seafood, 130 Shadow Mountain Drive on El Paso's west side. Dinner and drinks at Pelican's for every occasion. Reservations encouraged. Palo Verde Homes is El Paso's award-winning home builder, and year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. 100% of the homes they build are Energy Star certified, and they are ranked as one of America's top 200 builders. Palo Verde Homes offers three, four, and five-bedroom floor plans in East, West, and Northeast El Paso, in addition to Socorro, Horizon City, and New Mexico. Call Clearview Realty today at 996-5972 or visit paloverdehome.com. What coming home should feel like. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions. So no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we'll use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. This is Ian Fitzsimmons, and you are listening to 600 ESPN El Paso. Back on Sports Talk here for 600 ESPN El Paso. We are live out here at Radio Row. And joining me next, he, he needs no introduction. He's John Jastrzemski. He hosts Ringer Wise Guys. He also hosts New York, New York, the podcast on the Ringer podcast channel. John, it's an honor to have you on the show. How are you? How are you? Well, thanks for having me, Adrian. Fantastic. Uh, I'm standing out. I'm observing the scenery here at Radio Row. It is always a spectacle to behold. Uh, Looking forward to a great week, man. Look forward to chatting with you. What's going on? This has been such a wild day. I mean, there are so many people out here from Carrot Top to, uh, you, you name it, Donovan McNabb to Tony Pollard to Pat McAfee show. Well, how do you take all this in? Yeah, it's a lot. Um, you know, for my New York pod, we try to get as many people that we think are interesting to the audience. You know, there's tens of million guests walking around. So, you know. Some folks are going to go and put like 20 or 30 people on. I am not going to do that. So I try to be a little bit more choosy with a lot of the spots that we got rock and rolling. But, yeah, it is 
it's kind of crazy when you just like walk in, like maybe making a run to the bathroom or maybe just going to get a like drink of water. And by the way, finding a water bottle around here is almost impossible. Uh, but that said, it's pretty darn cool. Uh, and it doesn't get old. You know, this is my third year doing this. It does not get old. Ringer Wise Guys was fantastic all year long. Congratulations to you and the team for putting this all together. And I loved what you guys were able to do all season long. What Tell us a little bit about that show in particular, because you guys get to do it Sunday. It's perfect for injury reports. It's perfect for things like fantasy football. And, hey, we're in Vegas. It's perfect for gambling. 100%. Uh, Bill approached me with the idea. I want to say in, like, May or June. I was like, this is fantastic. This is going to go really well. Um, FanDuel's been great. We're actually going to be doing our show Come check it out on Friday. We're going to be doing it from the FanDuel set around 11 a.m. I know we're on Sunday, but we are taping because we're here. And how do we not tape uh, with that big fat stage that they have in front of us? So uh, it's been a ton of fun to do. The guys are a pleasure. You know, it was great getting a chance to hang um, in Los Angeles when we did the shows on Saturday and Sunday, respectively, Wild Card Weekend. Um, and, and that to me, I like doing that stuff so much more than Zoom. I'm so over Zoom stuff. Like, we went through it with the pandemic. It was kind of... a was necessary. Listen, it beats the alternative of not working or not being able to interview somebody, but it's just a zillion times better to have people in person. What is it about this show that you like so much? Because it feels like you guys genuinely love it. Every time you guys could talk for hours and you guys do it for maybe an hour and a half sometimes, maybe an hour sometimes, just depending on the week. But what is it about the show that gives you so much energy? Because every time you fire it up, I, I love I love hearing all the energy on well, the show. Listen, for me, energy is what you're gonna get. Like I wish I could tell you i'm putting you know it's funny adrian a lot of people look at me and they think that it is like this on-air sort of persona no 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 i'm I'm the same you're getting the same guy on camera and the same guy off camera i'm just a certified lunatic but you know i think there's a lot of fun because we like each other we like nfl football we like talking about gambling and you know basically we try to make it and this is how i kind of approach any of the shows i do that's you and i sit in a bar, maybe having a nice cold one, and let it rip, man. That's basically the MO. That's what we try to do. For New York teams right now, we saw, we saw Sean Stellato doing his rounds over here, hilarious uh, in itself. Uh, your thoughts on just the Giants in itself? I mean, he was t- talking to us about his, his client, Tommy DeVito, but I'm thinking to myself, I don't know who, who they're going to even trust at the quarterback position, knowing that Danny Dimes will be back next year and knowing what they have all across the roster and knowing that they've got a, a Saquon decision to make after this year. They do have a Saquon decision to make. I'm going to have Saquon actually on the show tomorrow. That will be a fun one to discuss. I look forward to it. Um, look, Giants should draft the quarterback if they're able. I don't know if they're going to be in a spot at six to get the right guy. Um, but I think that's something you got to consider. Daniel Jones can't stay on the field. I mean, I don't know how you can go into next year and think, all right, he's going to be able to go and play 16 or 17 games. I think that's asking a lot. Um, the DeVito storyline was fun. It was entertaining, but... Do, do I anticipate that Tommy DeVito is going to be the week one starting quarterback for the Giants? I don't. If they don't end up drafting a quarterback in the first round, they may go get one in the mid-rounds. They may go and bring in a veteran to be a legit competitor for Jones. The idea of, hey, you're coming back off this ACL. Let's see if you can play. Let's see if you're right. Um, but sooner or later, I think you're going to see this GM and this head coach go and get their own quarterback and coach him from the ground up. Because you know what it does? It sets their salary cap up. And it also gives them the luxury, the luxury here of having a little bit more time. You have a young quarterback, be a little more patient. 
What about uh, when it comes to the Jets? Because they had an opportunity to move on from Robert Sala at the end of this year. Maybe a little rushed, but we kind of knew toward the end of the season that wouldn't happen whatsoever. Your thoughts? You, you like the fact that they brought him back this upcoming season? Uh, not really, to be honest with you, but I also think a lot of that boils down to Rodgers. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers wanted to be in a position where they were gutting the entire operation. And all of a sudden, it's a new GM. It's a new head coach. He wanted his people in place. So, therefore, that's what you're going to get. Um, basically, the injury for Poison of the Year afforded them and allowed them a mulligan. That's how it shook out. They got a mulligan, point blank, because of what happened with Aaron Rodgers. Now, let's see if the Jets make the most of it. I'm skeptical because I think their offensive line has major questions. I think the defense is good, but it's overrated. I do think it's very overrated. And you're in a situation where, listen, AFC's loaded. Mahomes not going anywhere. Burrow's coming back. Jackson is in the fold. Allen has won a division each of the last four years. Miami's been in the playoffs the last two years. Stroud and the Texans. It's a loaded conference. I'm not buying a Jet Renaissance next year. How about the Knicks? Let's shift it over to the NBA because the trade deadline is quickly approaching. Brunson's playing fantastic right now. And it's just my question to you is, is there a trade to make at, here at the deadline for the Knicks? Or do you like the team that they have right now? So I think they'll make a move. I don't think there is a massive trade to make. I, I think you're talking to Bruce Browns, the Malcolm Brogdons, the, the role players. I think they'll be in on adding a role player. But more importantly for them, they got to get Julius Randle back on the court. They need him playing at a high level come playoff time, something he has not done two of the last three years. They also need to get Ananobi back because since they've made that OG Ananobi trade, they've been defensively one of the best teams in the league. He brings so much to the table, and you notice the difference when he's out there and when he's not. Ringer Wise, guys, coming up this Sunday. Check it out on YouTube. That's the best way to do it. FanDuel TV as well. That's the way you could go for it. Uh, John, thank you so much for doing this again. If you could preview what's ahead on Ringer Wise, guys, for us, ahead of the big one, Chiefs, 49ers, what could you give our listeners? It's going to be a monster game. Uh, we're going to have a lot of bets coming your way on Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern on FanDuel TV. Um, and I can tell you, that I am not going to be signed. Now, I've had a terrible postseason. I want to preface that. I've been awful the last few weeks. <laughs> awful. Not as bad as Sal, but really crummy. My Super Bowl pick is pretty contrarian. That's, that's I'm going to leave it at that. I love it. John, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, dude. John Jastrzemski joining us here on Sports Talk. As we continue, let's take a break. When we come back, more in a moment here on 600 ESPN El Paso. So, John Jastrzemski and Adrian going one-on-one. Fun conversation. And, uh, John, again, one of the many, many people that are here at uh, Radio Row. And I know for you, you're enjoying this because you do so much with the ringer and w- listen to those podcasts, getting a chance to see these guys face-to-face. Yeah, and I was going to say that uh, it's been the ringer day, right? Raheem Palmer, uh, John Jastrzemski. Uh, the fact that both these guys do completely different podcasts but obviously have their own you know, larger platform through the ringer and stuff like that. And also what they've done before you know, uh, in, in previous lives. You heard Action Network with Raheem Palmer, uh, John Jastrzemski. He worked with places like SB Nation, ESPN, and you name it. Man, oh, man. want to thank again our live broadcast sponsor, Paulo Verde Homes, our interview sponsor, Hills Automotive, and our supporting sponsors like Pelican Steak and Seafood, offering only the finest seafood delivered twice a week to ensure freshness, and USDA Choice Angus Beef, aged in-house. Located at 130 Shadow Mountain Drive. Big uh, thanks to 915 Tours and David Garman and the great team, a division of classic elegance coaches. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at 915 Tours. 
Jay Cutasal General Construction Incorporated, specializing in new construction, tenant improvements, remodels, and build-outs. For more information, you can visit them online at jcutasal.com. And the Oscar Adietta Agency. You can bundle your home and auto insurance with the Oscar Adietta Agency and see how you can save on your insurance policy today. Performance Services. They've designed and managed upgrades to every YISD football stadium. For your next big project, contact John Reese online at performanceservices.com. Roll and Smoke Barbecue, your first and last barbecue in El Paso and all across the state in Texas. You can say hi to Jesus and his team at Roll and Smoke Barbecue, 200 South Main off Anthony Exit Zero. Wind Supply El Paso, a proud partner of Yards for Shoes with the A&A All the Way Foundation. Online at windsupplyelpaso.com. Chick-fil-A Airway. Spice stacks up nicely with the spicy deluxe sandwich. And they're also introducing their mango passion. You can pick your paradise with Chick-fil-A off Airway. And again, our live broadcast sponsor, Palo Verde Homes, El Paso's award-winning home builder. And year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. Visit them online at paloverdehome.com. What coming home should feel like. And a big shout-out to Hills Automotive Center. They've recently partnered up with Napa Auto and the great team out there. So big shout-out to Carlos, Dave Hill, and all the team out at Hills Automotive Center. Two hours down, one to go. Lots more guests coming by. So stay with us. Sports Talk here, Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, Super Bowl 58, 600. It's ESPN El Paso. Welcome back, everybody, as Sports Talk continues here at Radio Row. Oh, we're excited about our next guest because this is a man that uh, a lot of us are very familiar because of his son. That's right. Kai Loxley, not that long ago, was uh, quarterbacking the UTEP Miners, and with us right now is the head coach at the University of Maryland, and that's Coach Mike Loxley. Coach, appreciate the time, and thanks for joining us here today. Hey, thanks for having me on, fellas. Tell you what, uh, you've probably been uh, no stranger to Radio Row over the years. First off, when you see just the scope and the magnitude of what this is all about, what's like the first thing that comes to mind for you? Yeah, when I first walked in, you get that Best Buy kind of feel. Uh, you walk into a Best Buy and you just feel electronics everywhere, lights, cameras, all types of things going on. But having done this now for two, three years now with my part-time job, uh, which is the founder and president of the National Coalition for Minority Football Coaches, uh, it's a great opportunity to come here, network, and then also uh, continue to get the word out about our organization. For the organization itself, why is it so important that we continue to advocate to try to get more coaches in the sport, not only as position coaches, but as head coaches in college football, in high school football, and in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important. And, and again, we're one of these organizations. We're not here to tell you to hire minorities because I don't want to tell you to hire. But we're here to shine the light on the minority coaches that have the ability to lead from the front and lead at the top. And, you know, if you look at the NFL and the hires this year with, you know, Raheem Morris getting hired over in Atlanta, uh, Jarrett Mayo up in New England, and Antonio Pierce right here in, in Vegas, and then David Canales with the Carolina Panthers, those four hires, uh, there's, a, there's a, a little bit of familiarity. And to me, that's – I learned firsthand about it's not what you know but who you know. And then being able to get into – uh, their living rooms or the relationships with some of these power brokers that make these decisions. Uh, that's what it's all about, and that's what the coalition's job is to do. 
I think it's a good start for the NFL. I do, especially when you look at Mike Tomlin and realize he's one of the most consistent coaches over the last uh, 15, 20 years in the history of the game. He's never had a sub-500 season. At the same time, Coach, college is a different story, especially FPS. And as great as it is that we've got three minority hires or four in the NFL this offseason, college uh, still has some work to do. We, we do, and, and both both sides of it. You know, I think we are, we are at four in this cycle, four hires in the college game. Um, obviously, the big one is Sharon Moore up in Michigan, who uh, is part of our organization and came through our coaches' academy that we set up. Uh, he's been a part of it for the last couple of years. We had Marcus Freeman, who's at Notre Dame, came through our academy, Tony Elliott. So we're doing some good work, and, and again, you know, every job that we're able to prepare guys for and, and that they get is a step in the, the right direction, but uh, I'll be the first to tell you that it's not moving as fast as we'd like to see it move because we've got qualified individuals that can do the job. Coach, what do, what do we need to do as media members a little bit better uh, as far as talking about this and, and as far as, you know, just talking about when it's coaching cycles, when it's candidates who have a, an opportunity, what as media members do we need to do better about our job when we talk about things like this? I mean, I think the big thing and the three P's of our organization, the pillars, are preparing, promoting, and producing. So we want to prepare by having, uh, you know, different things set up that allow our coaches to learn, grow, on how to be head coaches, promote is where the media can come into play. And just knowing who these coordinators, who some of these top assistant coaches are that are leading or coaching, you know, I know Mike Canales coached my son Kai and the the job that Coach Canales has done as a a coordinator at Tennessee and some of the other places he worked, we just got to keep getting the word out on the types of jobs that some of these minority coaches are doing. And and to me, that's our job as an organization, but I think it's something of responsibility that the media has to ensure that we're shining lights on some of the minorities that are doing the jobs. And I know the head coach gets the credit and the blame, but there's some guys behind the scenes that do a lot of work that look like us. Michael Oxley joining us, head coach of the University of Maryland here on Sports Talk as we continue. For you personally, your road to where you are now um how much did you have to fight claw and scratch just to try to get an opportunity to get to this position as you kind of look back on your career as a football lifer the the reason i started this organization was because of my path uh i was a failed coach at new mexico i got fired after two years and four games up in albuquerque right up the road lost a few games to, to utep but here's what i've told everybody that'll listen I learned more in the two years and four games of things that didn't go well than I did the three years under the umbrella of Nick Saban at Alabama. And so the experience of having that opportunity to fail and learn and grow has allowed me now at the University of Maryland to create the consistency that we've started to show with the program there. And again, those two years and four games at Albuquerque taught me so much because of the lessons that came along with failing. On the flip side, being in El Paso and knowing UTEP football as well as we do, there's a lot of similarities and parallels to UTEP in New Mexico. And we know firsthand just how difficult it is to try and build a winner in places that just haven't had success consistently in many, many years. Yeah, their, their, their jobs, obviously, it starts with recruiting and being able to attract the right kind of talent. And here's what I'll tell you, UTEP and, and Kai's experience down there, uh, he loved it. Uh, and here's a guy that spent time at the University of Texas and then finished up at El Paso uh, at UTEP. 
they're tough jobs, but you know what? Some of us are born and built for these types of jobs, and I think what you've got to do is you can't get on that uh, merry-go-round of keep firing and hiring coaches every four years. You know, one of the things I've seen firsthand at Maryland is when, you know, our basketball program, we're known as a basketball school because we had three coaches in 40 years, Lefty Gary and then Mark Turgeon came in. Obviously, I know Bob Wade was there for a, a cup of coffee as an, a, a head coach, but on the football side of it, we had over 14 coaches over the last, since 1985. And when you get on that merry-go-round cycle of every four years hiring coaches, you don't allow a, a foundation to be built. And I think that's, you know, when you look at both programs like New Mexico and programs like UTEP, you know, you got to have a little bit of consistency and a little bit of patience and, and find ways to continue to support it because you can do it. It just takes a little longer. You mentioned Maryland. Let's talk about your team right now. It's uh, off-season right now where you guys are going to be transitioning into a bigger Big Ten, and it's also an off-season in which you just came off a National Signing Day class where you were able to flip uh, a really, really big prospect in Dimitri Nicholas. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's kind of going on this off-season. There's really no off-season in today's college football world. Yeah, there, there is no off-season. Uh, we had signing day yesterday. I hopped on a plane after we did our, our press deal and, and flew out here to do my part-time job. But uh, it's all about recruiting. It's all about the, the landscape of where college football is going. As you alluded, the Big Ten now is a national conference. I mean, we've got four teams on the West Coast. We've got us and Rutgers that border the East Coast. And then in the middle across, uh, we hit all of the different uh, locations. And, you know, I think that's the tradition. That's the trajectory of where the college football game is going. Um, I'm glad that you know Tony Petiti, our commissioner, and Kevin Warren, who started the charge of uh, have put us or positioned us as a conference to, to to play a major role in the way the college football playoffs and the landscape of it looks. Uh, we've got great leadership in Tony Petiti uh, in terms of leading the Big Ten and our presidents and the commissioner. How have you been able to navigate the transfer portal as well as NIL uh, out at Maryland? You know, I can't tell you I have it completely figured out, but what I've tried to do is stay really consistent with, all right, I've, I've chosen with the NIL piece to take the salary cap approach where, you know, however, money much, however much money you have in your pot, certain positions get a percentage of that pot like the NFL does where, you know, a, a top quarterback in the NFL that's an all-pro guy makes 12% of the $240 million. And that's where you see those contracts. The court, uh, left tackle one, he makes a certain percentage. Running back one, running back two. So we've taken that type of approach with the NFL salary cap based on how much money we can raise as a program. And the tough part now is just managing the 85-man roster because, you know, I sat in the home last week and they said, well, Coach, how many receivers are you going to sign? Well, for 33 years of my career, I've been able to say, we got two seniors, so we're going to sign two. Well, I, I can't say we're going to sign two because if four go in the portal, then we're going to sign six or four. And so uh, what we've got to do now is we've added costs because we have to recruit every position to build a board so that at the end when guys start leaving and coming and going, that somehow, someway, at the end of the day, when August 1 rolls around, I've got 85 guys in 85 scholarships, 
and I've got my salary cap figured out in terms of making sure I have money to pay these guys based on their name, image, and likeness. On those same lines, you also talk about the new college football playoff that's going to be developed next year. How do you continue to get fired up about just coaching in the in the ever-changing world of college football with Transfer Portal, NIL, and like we just mentioned, the college football playoff expanding to what it will be? You know, I love what I do. It's the game of football changed my life. You know, I'm the first person in my family to go to college and graduate. And because of it, all four of my kids went to college and, and got degrees. And so, you know, it's important that the game has given me so much. So I'm big on not always complaining about the problem, but what's the solution? I'm a solution-based guy, which is why I started the National Coalition for Minority Football Coaches. It's one thing to bitch and complain, hey, we don't have enough minorities. Well, what are you going to do about it? Well, I created an organization that helps champion those guys. Well, with the landscape of college football, we know what the issues are. We are looking for leadership to kind of put some guardrails around it, maybe create a little equity to where, you know, it's hard when one team is raising $15 million for NIL and one is raising five. How, where's the equity in it? And how do you choose? Are you getting the best teams or are you getting the teams that have the most money? Maryland head coach Mike Loxley joining us here on Sports Talk. Any aspirations for you down the road to ever become a head coach in the NFL? You know what? I I love football. Um, I I would say, yeah, I would love to at some point be able to coach at the highest level. But I've got a great job here at Maryland. I'll tell you what else I'd love to do is, you know, get on TV and do ESPN and become a a Pat McAfee and be able to talk and (laughs) tell everybody how bad somebody else is or how good someone else is and get paid a lot of money to do it. So uh, I got a great job at Maryland. I got great support from my bosses there. I'm at home, born and raised in the D.C. area. Uh, This is my last job. I'm excited about it. Well, give us your take on the big game then. Chiefs 49ers, let's get a preview to your TV gig. Well, as I said over there, I mean, if if outside of TV, if you look at both teams, I'd say that from 1 to 53, I'd say the San Francisco 49ers roster is pretty good compared to Kansas City. But the the X factor is the number one. The Kansas City Chiefs' number one player is a really, really talented player that has won big games and has been in this uh, environment and knows how to navigate it, and you can't ever count them out. So Patrick Mahomes' effect, experience of playing in this type of game, I think the 49ers are the best team, but as we learn in college coaching, the best team doesn't always win. Do you see Mahomes on a career trajectory to uh, one day become the greatest ever to play the position? I see that trajectory, and it looks really clear that he has a chance. If he can stay healthy, knock on wood, and uh, they keep the right pieces around him, uh, he's a talented, talented player. We started talking about your son, Kyle Oxley. Let's close things up talking about him. He's bounced around all these different leagues and had success, and he's played a real interesting role, whether it's uh, the CFL, maybe jumping into the XFL, UFL, whatever it might be. Um, I loved his position in the CFL because they've got two quarterbacks on the field, and he kind of played that hybrid change of pace type of player. Yeah, he, he's he's been a slash, and you know his athleticism has always been his uh... – his gift and his curse because you see the athletic ability and the athleticism and you say, man, he should be able to do something. But in his mind, he sees himself as a quarterback and, and wants to continue to play. And I told him, as long as you can get paid to play football, do it. He has his degree. Uh, I've tried to talk him to get in, into the family business. 
and I'll be the first to tell you, he says, I want to see my kids grow up. <laughs> so it kind of hit me with the six-inch uppercut with the comment. But, no, man, you know, he's been up in Canada the last three years. He obviously had a shot down in Miami where he made it to the last cut there as a receiver. Um, you know, he's a super smart, has great football intelligence, football IQ. Uh, as he navigates what he's doing, he's had some opportunities with the XFL. Uh, he can go back to the CFL. I've been trying to push him to, to maybe start a coaching career and come uh, shadow dad and turn it over like Mike Shanahan did with his kids and Kubiak did with his kids and North Turner did with his kids. Uh, I said, come join the family business. So we'll see. I'll keep see what kind of recruiter I am. Coach, can't thank you enough for sitting down with us today. It's great to spend a little time with you and uh, continued success out at the University of Maryland. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you for having me on. It's Mike Loxley, folks, joining us here as we continue on Sports Talk. Take a time out. Come back more in a moment. Radio Row as we continue. Side. Lee Trevino and Vista del Sol. We have an injury crash. Lee Trevino, Vista del Sol. Now, you're going to see the flashing lights. There's going to be some tie-up here, some congestion. Lee Trevino, Vista del Sol. So caution here. And as we wind things down, what we see is that uh, very busy traffic, right? You're in uh, stop-and-go traffic here. I-10 West by Sano through Spaghetti Bowl area. I-10 East Spaghetti Bowl area. That area, Spaghetti Bowl area, you're just bumper to bumper. Nothing but brake lights coming on both directions there through the Spaghetti Bowl area. I-10 West at Red. Heavy traffic right there because that's where you enter the construction area. I-10 West at Red. Tonight, there's a closure. Loop 375 south and northbound main lane closure between North Loop and Zaragoza. And this Sunday brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, and they're open on Sunday. Now, the, they're open for Big Game Sunday, open from 11 to 4, so take advantage. They have the party trays, popular Mr. T specials. You can feed a lot of people with that. Party trays, popular Mr. T specials in time for the big game. Don't forget the delicious papillas, fresh, delicious, affordable, and go miners. Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, Charlie 1-600, ESPN El Paso. The Battle of I-10 comes to El Paso Saturday, February 10th. Don't miss Utah versus New Mexico State in the Haskins Center. The game is sponsored by GECU. It's a wideout. The first 4,000 fans receive a free Texas Western t-shirt, compliments of GECU. Or get your Texas Western tee at the Utah Bookstore. Plus, a very special halftime presentation as all-time leading scorer Stephon Jackson is honored. Tip-off is at 7. Tickets start at just $9.15. Call 747-UTEP or visit utepminers.com for tickets. And don't forget to wear white. Palo Verde Homes is El Paso's award-winning home builder, and year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. 100% of the homes they build are Energy Star certified, and they are ranked as one of America's top 200 builders. Palo Verde Homes offers three, four, and five-bedroom floor plans in East, West, and Northeast El Paso, in addition to Socorro, Horizon City, and New Mexico. Call Clearview Realty today at 996-5972 or visit paloverdehome.com. What coming home should feel like. Performance Services uses a seamless design-led design-build process. From the first site visit and throughout the guarantee period, their team consists of 24 licensed architects, 14 project managers, and 7 licensed professional engineers in Texas. Here in El Paso, Performance Services past projects include YISD football stadium upgrades, along with lighting and HVAC upgrades in SISD elementary and middle schools. For your next big project, contact John Reese at Performance Services, 562-965-0373, and online at performanceservices.com. Before we build anything, we build relationships. 
This is Steve Kaplowitz, and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day, delivered commercial-free to your phone or tablet. That's right, all the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button, so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts. Whether it's a simple oil change or repair to a medium heavy-duty sized vehicle, Hills Automotive Center can get your vehicle back on the road. They are the automotive diesel RV and equipment repair center trusted by the community for over 55 years. Can't make it into the shop? Ask about their roadside service units and towing service. Hills Automotive Center, located at 7735 Alabama. As for Dave Hill and Carlos Reyes, call Hills Automotive Center today. 915-755-1681. You might know Oscar Arieta as the official insurance agent for the UTEP Miners. Oscar Arieta is also the Hometown Hero Award presenter for the UTEP basketball team. Here's Oscar Arieta. We wish Coach Adams, Coach Golding, and all of the UTEP basketball teams a great season. The Oscar Arieta Agency is here to guide you through your home, auto, life, or commercial insurance needs. Visit OscarArietaAgency.com or call them at 915-400-6000. Go Miners! Coach Don Haskins was a beacon of inspiration to UTEP and our community. In honor of his legacy and contributions, the Longoria family and mattress firm El Paso is proud to donate the bear, a beautiful bronze statue commemorating Coach Haskins as we remember him. Join us Saturday, February 24th at 4 p.m. Eastside Entrance, Don Haskins Center. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime event honoring Coach Haskins. Statue donated by the Longoria family and mattress firm El Paso. 600 ESPN El Paso.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Sports Talk. Uh, I've got a couple of individuals that uh, I'm really excited about here on the show today from Radio Row and Super Bowl 58. First off, we've got Steven Espinoza, who's no stranger to this show in this city, grew up in El Paso and uh, a T-Bird alum just like myself. And we've got a lot to talk about, especially with uh, Tim Zhu. And, Steven, i got to tell you, this is weird for me because I covered his dad. And now I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, either we're getting older or these guys are just getting younger. What, 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 what is it, Stephen? I, I, I think it's undeniable we're, uh, we're getting old. We're getting old. <laughs> Having seen some of the footage with, of, of Costa holding a young Tim in the ring, um, yeah, we're old. We're officially old. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that, too. Uh, Tim, it's great to see you. And uh, I know March 30th is going to be the big one for you fighting on Amazon Prime pay-per-view. First off, you tell me. I mean, again, talking about your dad and, and now seeing you, how similar are, would you say, you are to each other in the ring? And then talk a little bit about your differences as well. Uh, I think we're, we're completely different. Uh, maybe a little bit similar with... Uh, in our, in our style uh, but we're very different uh, in the way we approach things as well uh, the way we fight uh, again there's a lot of different tweaks that you do. Steven you've been around the game so long you know his dad you tell me when you started to see Tim as a prospect what were the things that really came out to you? Well um, he's a pressure fighter um, and those are usually the most fan friendly types of fighters um, guys who come in and, you know, from the first second of the first round um, are putting pressure, are throwing punches in a skilled way. But, you know, you know you're in a fight when you when you fight a Tim Zoo fight. So, look, uh, 
you know, coming from El Paso, there's a, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of affection for, you know, the Mexican fighting tradition. Um, you know, in many ways, Tim Zhu has the, the style of a Mexican fighter, you know, that kind of come forward, aggressiveness, heart, determination. I've seen so many fights in El Paso over the years, and you're right. That's exactly what El Paso fight fans love. They love the aggressiveness. They love somebody who dictates the action rather than waits for it to come to them. So obviously, Tim is the kind of fighter that if he comes back to that area in El Paso, would be a huge fan favorite. Absolutely. I think in El Paso, and I think you know Vegas is, is really going to love him. He's established himself as a huge star already in Australia. He sells out arenas and stadiums there. He's a pay-per-view fighter. And now he's going to take over America. You grew up in the fight game your whole life because of your dad. Did you know from a very young age that this is exactly what you wanted to do? I think I've, I've always envisioned it. I remember even uh, watching uh, Roy Jones back when I was a young kid and, and seeing him walk out into the entrance. It was like a, I've, I was always envisioning it, you know, and, and, and believing that one day I would be that. And even like little moments, like I used to grab a soccer ball and I'd be in the pool and I'd be pretending to punch it and I'd be pretending I'm in Las Vegas here fighting, you know. Uh, I'd be announcing it. And this was just as a young kid. Uh, so I guess the, the vision was always there. And uh, I'm glad to be living it right now. At the same time, when they hear the last name, the first thing they're going to talk about is your dad. So you tell me, when you carve out your own legacy, how difficult is it to try to make sure that you let everybody know, um, yes, I'm Costa Zoo's son, but as far as Tim Zoo goes, I am going to be a different fighter and really try to put your own legacy together. Yeah, it's, it's, it was actually a big goal of mine as soon as I started my career was to escape that shadow. And I knew it was going to be hard due to the fact that what my dad did, it's quite uh, legendary, you know. And I'm super proud of, of his achievements. And for me now, it's just all about not just uh, building myself, but it's about creating the, the greatest boxing family to, to ever walk the earth, you know. So uh, it's, a big, uh, it's a big responsibility, but, uh, but I'm taking it with both hands. Tim Zhu, along with Steven Espinoza, with us here on Sports Talk. All right, we know all about what you did at Showtime Box over the years. Sadly, just like HBO Boxing, Showtime Sports and Showtime Boxing has now gone away. So here we are now with Amazon, and it's almost like the next chapter in what we've seen with streaming television and streaming video. Amazon Prime pay-per-view. It's really kind of the future, and you get a chance to help launch that with Tim here on, on March the 30th. Yeah, absolutely. It is the future. Amazon um, is obviously doing NFL. We're seeing NFL football games, playoff games being streamed. We're seeing um, that transition going on across the business. So I think this is an opportunity to sort of refresh the production, to sort of come up with a, a new look, a new style. It's exciting. Reaching a new audience, 160 million homes have Amazon Prime in the U.S. That's a huge audience. Um, so it's all about bringing a new legacy, a new tradition to a new audience. And it's exciting. It, you know, Tim is going to be the guy who, you know, we put our foot out with first. He's going to set the stage for everything that comes after this. Do you like where boxing is headed from the video standpoint now? And with the just the growth of streaming television and like Amazon Prime pay-per-view, where we're going to be going here, not just in 2024, but in, in, in the future? I think so. Look, the reach is... You know, you, you can't beat that. 160 million homes. Showtime was under 30, so it's it's night and day. And it's also a new audience. And we all know that Amazon is excellent at selling people things that they didn't know that they needed. 
you know, if they apply that to some pay-per-views, then it could really open up the business. As far as the fight game goes, you know, talking about Tim and, and the fighters we currently have and all the different weight classes, you tell me, is this now, are we getting to a point where boxing is as strong as it's been in years? I think so. On a worldwide basis, absolutely. You know, we've done some of Tim's fights from the U.K. He's on Fox Australia uh, pay-per-view uh, down there, and it's uh, they're fantastic events. I mean, we've seen stuff coming in from Japan. We've seen stuff from the U.K., from Saudi Arabia. The U.S. market is televising as much boxing as we've seen. Um, I think we are entering into a really exciting time for the sport. Knowing you're so big in Australia, Tim, but now you get a chance to come to T-Mobile here in Vegas and next month headline the card. How big is it for you to really establish your reputation in the United States like you have in Australia? It's, it's a big dream of mine. It's what gets me out of bed. Uh, when, you, when I was in Australia now, it was different because I was... It's not, it's not the same, you know. You, you outgrow your, your pond. Uh, so for me, it was all about getting here to be fighting in this arena to be fighting on Amazon Prime as a, as a, as a first headliner. So it's, it's what dreams are made of, and, and it, this is what wakes me up every morning. Tell me about your opponent. Thurman, uh, there's not much explanation needed. You know, he's, he's fought the very best in the world, uh, fought uh, Hall of Famers. His only loss is against Manny Pacquiao, and, you know, the funny thing is uh, we have a resemblance a little bit. I sparred Manny Pacquiao in the lead-up to the Thurman bout, uh, Back then, I was a young rookie on my way up, and uh, what is it, four or five years later, we, we, me and Thurman get to share the ring together on our first Amazon Prime card. When you watch Keith Thurman now, compared to, let's say, five, six years ago, do you see the same fighter when you study him on tape, or has he started to evolve as well? I'm hoping, you know. You, ho- hopefully, you grow with age. Uh, hopefully, he's, he's, he's going to be nice and refreshed. And uh, he's in the best shape of his life, you know, because I, I want the best Keith Thurman, and I don't want any excuses. And it sounds like if you love action and you love just that fight that comes right to you, this is exactly what it's going to be. No one wants to watch boring fights, you know. You remember the big fights, you know. People still talk about legendary fights, Hagler Hearns. People still talk about them, you know, the, the Barrera versus the Morales, the Pacquiao versus, you know, uh, Miguel Cotto. You still think about them. You know, and they're, they're, they're replayed for years and years and years. And this is a fight that's going to be replayed for years and years and years. I guarantee you that. Stephen, after this fight on March the 30th, uh, you tell me, what does 2024 look like for you and some of the things boxing fans are going to have a chance to watch? Look, you know, you've still got one of the biggest stars in the sport, Canelo, you know, expecting him to come right on the heels of March 30th. You're looking for the, his traditional date in May. Um, you have Tank Davis, who's looking to get back to the game. Um, uh, David Benavidez, you know, those are some of the bigger stars. I see, I think we've got a really big opening. I think you see all four of those guys in the first few months, you know, with Tim kicking it all up off, off March 30th. What about the heavyweight picture? Uh, Fury and Usyk were supposed to be next weekend because of the injury. It's now been pushed back to May. How do you see the heavyweight picture shaping up? You know, look, I think we had a good uh, run for U.S. heavyweights with Deontay Wilder. Um, I'm not saying that it's over. Um, he lost, but I still think he's got some mileage left. Um, you know, there's some young heavyweights coming in. But, look, you know, the challenge in the United States has been, you know, young guys of that size are going to the NFL, going to the NBA. 
Um, so we need some of those great athletes to stick with boxing, and I think you can, you can see that uh, in the long run and see a return. But I, I'm not sure. I think for the time being, I think we're going to get most of our big heavyweights from outside the U.S. Tim, after Thurman, who else do you see? Who are, who are in your sights right now? Oh, there's, there's plenty of big names that are lining up now in the, in the 154. Crawford, uh, Errol Spence, uh, Charlo, uh, who else is there? There's, there's, there's uh, Virgil Ortiz. There's, there's plenty of big names out there, and I'm just willing to take the biggest and best fights. Last question for the two of you. Sunday, Chiefs 49ers, who do you have? Patrick Mahomes all day. <laughs> I'm a, uh, although I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pulling for the Beniners. All right. Great to see you guys again. Best of luck on the 30th, Tim. And, uh, Stephen, always great catching up with you here in El Paso. Good to see you again. Tim Zhu, Stephen Espinoza, as we continue out here at Radio Row in the Mandalay Bay. Super excited about our next guest who is uh, joining us uh, here, Dr. Sid O'Brien. He is the brain care doc. And, this is going to be a subject that I think a lot of you are going to be interested in. And, and Doc, first off, we appreciate you being here. Football, we know the kind of damage it can do. And we also know about CTE and right. former athletes and what the league is trying to do to make it safer. And I think brain health is such a big part of, of not just NFL and sports, but life in general. It is. And, and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, you know, I'm at the University of North Texas Health Science Center, and that's what we do, right? We, we, I'm get blessed, blessed that I get to run the single largest study of brain health among communities of color in history. And so, you know, there's so much that we need to know. And one of the things that I feel super passionate about is what you're saying. You know, people don't think about brain health. Yeah. They think about heart health, and but hey, without your brain, when you get ready to retire from athletics, are you going to be able to play with your kids and play with your grandkids? Are you still going to be able to enjoy life in the manner that you deserve? And that, that's been my passion is I want to be able to make sure we can help people get to where they want to be and live a, just a happy, full brain life as well as at heart and physical, et cetera. I mean, it's, it's super important. Do you have to be uh, in a good condition, in your opinion, in order to make sure that your brain is in a good condition moving forward? You know, I, I think people underappreciate the body-brain connection, right? And, you know, I work out seven days a week. I, I, I believe in that. And, you know, when, when people tell me, all right, what's this, what are the secrets for brain health? I tell people, be healthy. Right, A heart-healthy diet is a brain-healthy diet. Physical activity is of utmost importance. And what, you know, for example, as an athlete, working out and all of this actually changes your brain at the molecular level. It actually creates the little, you know, I think I explained the brain is like an interconnected roadway, right? You drive through a big city and you see all the bridges and all that. And there's always workers, right? Always fixing the roads. Well, your brain has the same thing. Exercise actually creates new workers to clean the debris and make your traffic flow better. And so, you know, I, I, I think that some of the most mentally alert people are people who are also physically active. Now, it's funny you said that because I'm looking at you and you're working out seven days a week. I can tell weights is a part of your regimen and your training. Do people need to have weight training with the workouts or can they focus on cardiovascular and will that be just as valuable when it comes to brain health? You know, that's actually a great question. One that scientifically we haven't figured out yet is what's the dose necessary? I mean, I, I, I'm an amateur bodybuilder. I compete, um, and I, but that's what I love. I, I personally believe that 
you even if you're a runner and you, and you love running, I do think you should, still should have that resistance weight training because the the you know maintaining that muscle density is also important for bone health. And so, do you have to be a competitive? You know, power lifter, bodybuilder. No, uh, if 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 you know, cycling or running, jogging, that the cardiovascular components are what you truly love. That's great. It's great for your heart. It's going to be great for your brain. I do think you need to have a little bit of both, though. Who do you feel, or what? I guess, I guess when it comes to the brain and when it comes to the conditioning that you might receive, is there an age limit or is there a restriction that you might have on something like this? Nothing. No, not at all. And that's 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 a great question because I I have had patients who um, you know I, I remember this gentleman who who had just turned eighty. And, you know, working with him, he, he, he did not have dementia, but he was terrified about it. He was living a very healthy life, but he was so sedentary. And we, we, we discussed this before, right? He, he retired, he just sat. And that, we sat for probably two hours. I saw him follow up a couple, you know, 24 months later. He had lost like 30-something pounds, increased his muscle density, and was living so much more alert. And so, I, you know, physical exercise isn't age limited and and there, and you know what i can't look at someone's foot and say there's expiration date here right and so i i believe that we should remain physically active through while we have breath in our lungs dr sid o'brien uh, joining us right now he's the brain care doc in fact he's got a team of 70 at the university of north texas when it comes to brain research you've also uh, received hundreds of millions of dollars from the national institute of aging for alzheimer's research tell me as the money's come in and the studies have come in what have you been able to do that really could lead to maybe um, you know so much advancements that uh, that we could start to see alzheimer's and dementia go down right. in, in, in the years well you know and, and just recently you know getting that getting that large that study working across communities of color what we're now seeing is you know previously people thought all right alzheimer's is plaques and tangles and that's what people hear right you get the amyloid plaques you get the tangles you now have alzheimer's disease it's not that simple what we're now seeing is that, you know, in some people having diabetes and the length of that diabetes is actually driving Alzheimer's tangles in the absence of driving plaques. And then you get people where you have hypertension and you get brain shrinkage. And it, all of these look like Alzheimer's disease, but these different risk factors are driving different biologies. And then we're even seeing that sociocultural factors and stress, et cetera, are still playing significant roles. All of this to me leads to being able to understand your brain your way, right? We can intervene at where your dementia is coming from. And so it's, it's exciting for me. You can tell I get kind of worked up about it. You enjoy I can tell. If you had to look in a crystal ball and see maybe 20 years from now and okay. you saw uh, the best case scenario in this field, what would you say that is? 20 years from now, what I would say best case scenario, you're 20 years old, you're an athlete, you go, or not. You go in, your doctors do your normal blood test, they do a brain scan, and they plot out your risk. Here's where you are. You had a head injury at this point. Your brain looks like this. Okay. You know, you're good. However, we got to get this hypertension. You looks like you're developing under control so we can prevent you from ever going down that wrong path. That's where I think we're headed. We still have to, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proponent. My grandmother died of this disease. We're still going to treat people with the disease, right? We're not going to just abandon people. And so I think we will have ways of stopping it. 
I don't know about reversing it, but I do think 20 years from now we'll stop it. But I think we're going to be able to prevent it. I really do. Doc, that's breakthrough stuff we're talking about, which is pretty exciting in itself. Now, you mentioned proper diet, physical activity, possibly weight training. What about reading, yes. things like that that could also really, um, you know, kind of stimulate your brain and, yep. and, and perhaps uh, really get it to where, uh, you know, you're, you're helping to avoid potential risks? It, fantastic point and it's incredibly important and so that mental activity uh and but you know i'm going to go a step further it's not just the mental activity but it's the social activity right and so sometimes people will disengage you need both you need that social interactions we're social creatures you need to maintain social activity but there's a caveat here and so you know if you're someone who's been playing word puzzles for the last 50 years they're no longer stimulating for you do something different. That's what's important. Don't just do the same things. Do something that challenges you. Why? Which is why a lot of times just reading newspaper is great because it's different every day. That's true. Right? And so as long as you're staying mentally challenged, it doesn't have to be you know, mental Olympics, but you have to do something that, that pushes you. When our listeners go to DrSidO'Brien.com, your website, what will they get the opportunity to learn a little bit about? Well, we have a, a variety of different articles that will talk about things like, you know, some of the you – know, what are the dementias? And then how is race and ethnicity important? Things about physical activity. So there's some articles on there that will be able to help people get some knowledge about things. And the other thing is – if people want me to speak and talk, to, I, I love doing this. I love doing this. I will get out there and try to increase awareness. And so, you know, my, my personal vision is a world of optimal brain health for everybody. And so, you know, it's about finding resources and education. Last question. Chiefs or 49ers on Sunday? <laughs> so so, so I, I worked at Texas Tech for a while. I used to run all their human Alzheimer's research. So I'm a Mahomes guy. I, I love the kid. And so I, I always got to support him. Fantastic. You've been to El Paso before, Doc? Absolutely. I love El Paso. Awesome. Hey, listen, it's great to have you here. Thanks for spending some time, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up with you down the road. Thanks for having me. You got it. Dr. Sid O'Brien, folks, he is the brain care doc, and he joins us live here on Sports Talk. We'll wrap things up next. Stay with us live here at Radio Row. I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle with your top stories on this Thursday, February 8th on 600 ESPN El Paso. Horizon police are giving more information on the deadly hit-and-run crash that killed a 17-year-old. The crash happened yesterday afternoon at the intersection of Darrington Road and Pauling Drive. Horizon police confirmed the victim was 17-year-old Miguel Angel Romero. Police say Romero was on the crosswalk when he was hit by a driver of a red Ford F-150 who left the scene. Authorities were not able to say who had the right of way but police were able to track down the suspect almost two hours after the incident. Oscar Solis is facing two charges, including intoxication manslaughter and collision involving death. Police say he has two previous convictions for driving while intoxicated, the most recent one from 2023. One person is in the hospital this afternoon after being hit by a car. It happened on Burnham Road in Lee Trevino near I-10. We brought you this is breaking news on Good Morning El Paso. According to police, they received the call before 6.30 this morning. One person was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. 28 migrants and five smugglers were arrested. The U.S. Border Patrol chief for the El Paso sector posted photos on the social media site X and added that it was a coordinated effort with the Homeland Security Office in El Paso and Sunland Park Police. Migrants were located inside a stash house after several failed smuggling attempts led agents to the residence. 
One person has been taken to the hospital after falling into a canal with water. The person suffered minor injuries after falling near the border highway in Yarbrough, according to fire dispatch. They received the call around 7 this morning. Multiple El Paso Fire Department units responded to the scene. No word yet on if that person who was taken to the hospital was a migrant. Download the KVIA weather and traffic app to track any changes. Get the KVIA news app for updates. Find updated news and weather on air and online at KVIA.com. I'm ABC 7 Stephanie Valle for 600 ESPN El Paso. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions. So no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Palo Verde Homes is El Paso's award-winning home builder, and year after year, voters have named them among El Paso's top builders in City Magazine. 100% of the homes they build are Energy Star certified, and they are ranked as one of America's top 200 builders. Palo Verde Homes offers three, four, and five-bedroom floor plans in East, West, and Northeast El Paso, in addition to Socorro, Horizon City, and New Mexico. Call Clearview Realty today at 996-5972 or visit Palo Verde Homes home.com what coming home should feel like. Hey, my name is Justice, and a little thing I love about Chick-fil-A nugget trays is when it's time for football season and time to have the boys over, Chick-fil-A was it. You bite into it and it's juicy, you know, you got flavors popping. Oh, yeah. On any D-A-Y, I need C-F-A. <laughs> hey, y'all. My name is Soraya, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is how easy it is. That convenience of being able to order through the app is just unmatched. When I place that tray down, those nuggets won't be there for long. Everyone loves them. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. Is with Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit skyrizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. At Target, our aisles tell stories of everyday black joy. The same joy that can be found in our new Black History Month collection. Like feeling empowered with the teas and mugs from legendary roots. Or seeing the beauty of black culture through the art of Winnie Weston. Bring more black joy to your day with an affordable collection that embraces it. Available now at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Greeny right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. down here as we get ready to wrap things up uh, from Radio Row, the site of uh, Super Bowl 58 in Mandalay Bay. And uh, as you can tell, as we wrap things up, everybody here is pretty much wrapped up. It's so funny how this place thins out by the end of the show. But that's just the way it is because uh, not a lot of programs uh, still going on this time at night since a lot of the Eastern shows are long gone. Our thanks go out to our live broadcast sponsor, Paolo Verde Homes, and our interview sponsor, Hills Automotive, along with our supporting sponsors, Pelican Steak and Seafood, 915 Tours, a division of Classic Elegance Coaches, Jay Cadasal, General Construction Incorporated, Oscar Arietta Agency, Roland Smoke Barbecue, Performance Services, Wind Supply El Paso, and Chick-fil-A Airway. They all made this broadcast and series of broadcasts possible possible for us we do have one more day tomorrow we'll start at 12 o'clock with the foss and uh, chris for laying down the law and then we'll be back here from four to seven for our final uh, sports talk of the week and then it's game time with uh, sunday the big one and uh, guests are going to keep on coming including our final guest right now he is um, my cousin Alexander and uh, some of you uh, that listen to this show for many many years might remember freaking defense from when uh, he was last on the program and that goes all the way back to 2013 uh, almost uh, you know 10 plus years ago when uh, he was with us and now he flew all the way in from uh, Copenhagen Denmark and here he is uh, joining us on the show for the first time hey thanks for uh, being a part of this uh, the last couple of days and Thanks for making the big flight to, to, to see us all in action and, and experience uh, your first radio row here at Super Bowl 58. Yeah, thank, thank, thanks for having me back, Steve. You it's tell really nice. me, um, when, when we told you about this whole idea and we said, hey, you want to come? And you said, absolutely. Did you have any idea then uh, what this whole experience would be like for you? I had no idea, Steve. I didn't know it was like this big. It's not like this in Europe with soccer and stuff like that. So it's really nice to be able to see this and, and experience this, and I thank you for that. You've seen peaks and valleys. Uh, you've seen this place where there's it's empty kind of like this, but you've yep. seen it when it's been buzzing, like it was right around noon or right around 1 o'clock. How do you explain the differences? I don't think you can. It's like you have to be here to experience it. And I walked like 20 rounds just around just to see like the guys and see stuff 
because it's so fascinating for me, you know. And I think what's also really interesting to note is in Denmark, the NFL is not popular like other sports, especially no. um, European football, which yes, is soccer. Uh, soccer. Yep. Right. And, and, and handball, which is also very popular because of the, of the Danish team. And, yeah, and, it's and a Danish sport. Yeah. 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 But yet you have always taken an interest in the NFL. How did it start for you? Mm, probably when I like first came here. Uh, I just love the sport. I love the physicality and I love uh, all about it. So when I went home, uh, I actually played myself in Denmark. We got like small teams. It's not that big, it's, uh, but I played a little, but you know, it's tough. So uh, I'm not used to that, uh, to all the physicality. So I got injured a lot. So I just had to stop. You revealed earlier this week you're a Saints fan to me for the first time. Uh, how'd you become a Saints fan, and who's your who's your favorite Saints player? Yeah, well, uh, that's a funny story because uh, when I needed to choose a team, um, I was playing this um, computer game called Saints Row, which is like a gangster game, like GTA. Um, Love so, that game. Uh, and it was the same logo, so it uh, they had the same logo as the Saints logo. So I was like, oh well, that's easy. So. That's how I became Saints, and uh, my all-time favorite is, of course, Drew Brees. And, uh, yeah. So uh, your favorite player of all time is Drew Brees, and it just so happens that he was here today at Radio Row, and he was only doing the national shows. So uh, obviously for us, we didn't get an opportunity to have Drew on the program. However, when he was leaving one of the national shows, we were able to uh, call him over for a second. We told him that, you flew 16 hours to Vegas to meet him and turn that into a photo op for the two of you. Tell us, seriously, like, what is it like for you realizing you get to meet your idol uh, here uh, at, at Radio Row? I'm, I mean, I'm still shaking. Uh, it was so, uh, it was, I, I, I have no words. Like, uh, it was so nice uh, to see him, actually. Next time around, you can actually uh, get that football that you have in your hands and maybe ask him to throw you a pass. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would, be, that would be like the next like top thing other than the picture. It would be like New Orleans. Like, we'll do it next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so impressed the fact that even though, again, football is not – American football is not popular in Denmark – you recognized more players than I did while you were out here these last couple nope. of days. Well, I, I look at uh, I look a lot at the social media, so I see a lot of the players like behind the helmets and stuff like that. So I actually see how they like look, and I'm 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 good with faces. The the, the names is just like the the other yeah. thing that that comes up. But you know, when I've been following for ten years, it just automatically come with uh, with all the players. So. We saw a lot of stars today. Joe yep. Montana, yep. Cam Newton, The Rock. We yep. saw Drew Brees, like we already mentioned. C.J. Stroud, who probably right now behind at the uh, NFL Honors. He's probably winning yep. Rookie of the Year Honors right now as we speak. Saw uh, Saquon Barkley on Instagram. Didn't see him on actually in person. Nope. But, man, there's been a lot of stars out here. Who's yep. Aside from Brees, who's the one that you were like, wow, I can't believe he's here? That's probably what you said, The Rock. He's like the biggest A-list that you can get. And he's not even a football player. He was, but, you know, and he's the biggest. Uh, so Matt Ryan. Just, Prime was here? Yeah. Crime, yeah. And uh, Josh Allen was here, too. So Kirk a Cousins? Lot of, yeah, Kurt Cousins. We didn't see him, unfortunately. But, you know, it was nice to see 
like the big players and be like kind of close to them. Yeah. How about all the sets? When you start to look around, you start to see all the TV sets and, and the different areas they have for, for these kind of broadcasts and these kind of shows. Does it also kind of put in perspective when you see just how elaborate some of these productions yep. really are? It's a... Uh... It's 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 big and it's so American, right? It's I, I, they don't do this uh, this in the, in in Denmark. It's like maybe a normal set like this, but not like the whole scene. The Pat uh, the Pat McAfee show is like a whole Hollywood uh, set. So it, it's insane. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's your fa- favorite meal so far? Favorite that meal you had here in and out Burger. <laughs> I love that. I I had that in 2018 when I was in uh, LA, and. Um, just been craving it since. Was uh, was the double double enough for you since you had that for the first time? Yes, it was. Oh, it's so good. Okay, and you, if you and if you brought that back with you to Denmark, do you think you would become a millionaire overnight? Mm, probably, yeah. I think so but, too. You know, now I've got less than a minute left to go. The game itself is going to be played on Sunday. What do you think will happen when um, you are at about one in the morning your time, getting a chance to watch kickoff and, and see these well, two teams play? I know a lot of people is like you don't bet against Pat Mahomes, and uh, I agree. Uh, I want the 49ers to win because I love CMC, uh, but I think the Chiefs is gonna take it. Yeah, you think it's gonna be a close game? Yeah, I hope. That's I, fun. I do too. Uh, listen, thanks again for spending the last couple of days with us. You've been a big help. You do a lot of videography, which we've enjoyed as well, and just getting a chance to meet everybody. It's been terrific, and I know. The boys, Chris and Steve, and loved having you around, too. Thank you for having me. You got it. He's Alexander Scott, folks, and he joins us here as we wrap things up. We're back tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Huge thanks to Alberto and Mike Rivera, and we'll see you then, everybody. Have a great night.